from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Yo, you see this clip from the other night with uh, Jimmy Kimmel talking to Barack Obama? Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? So oh, yeah, because Obama's got the... He's got the book out. The book out right yeah, now, yeah. yeah. Part yeah. one of two. Crazy. Yeah, and so... Kimmel was following up on on a conversation that he had had with Michelle Obama a while ago. And right. this is the kind of thing, like everybody knows Obama's cool, right? Yeah. And the he's, coolest. And, and he's not going to get tripped up easily. But Kimmel trips him up because Obama oh, doesn't really? know if he's being trolled or not and oh, yeah? doesn't know how to react to this question. And this is something that you can ask former President Barack Obama. You could not ask sitting President Barack Obama this. A personal question. I asked this question of your wife. I interviewed her in uh, Tacoma last year. And she told me that, she said, the next time I see you, I will tell you the answer and I will tell you a story. But I haven't seen her. Um, So on the night you did kill bin Laden, did you and Michelle make love? Did did she say she was going to answer that? Yes. When I read the book and you were talking about hearing people outside the White House chanting USA, 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 I had an image in my head. I did. <laughs> uh, yes, I suspect that she was asleep. Because uh, the truth of the matter is, most of the time, by the time I was done working, uh, she'd be snoozing. Uh, right. So okay. Michelle goes to bed about nine o'clock. <laughs> you don't have to make excuses. Um, it's okay. I experienced the same thing. <laughs> it's not an excuse. It's a, a lament. Uh, <laughs> 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 he handled himself though. He handled like, himself. Yeah, and when you watch the clip, he's like looking off camera, like, "What the hell is this? Yeah. Like, is this for real? Like, do I do I do we have this conversation, or is this like a like a setup to a punchline? Yeah. Or if I say too much, am I?" They're going to ruin the joke or my life. <laughs> that was so good. He answered it great, though. Oh, man. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. All right. We're going to do this or what? Yeah. So, again, this is all based off uh, a tweet by a guy named uh, Bajan Amir. And as soon as he tweeted this, my phone started going crazy. Let me see the picture. With everybody wanting to... Have us do this on the show Which is just simply grapes and mayo That's all he tweeted, it was a bowl And he just wrote grapes and mayo Followed by all sorts of heart emojis And everybody's like, oh my god, you gotta get Maury and Mocha to do this Because they love doing this stuff Is there a name for this? No, there's no name, literally it's just grapes and mayo that's it. I don't know if it needs to be any more fancy than that. Not that grapes and mayo like, are fancy. I love grapes on their own. Everybody and I love loves mayo. Grapes. Yeah. Who I have an love- egg and mayo sandwich every day. Absolutely. Right? Grapes are good. Mayo's good. We all agree on that. But the question is, how do they work together? So what do we have? You brought your grapes in, Maury. I have grapes and I have a squeeze bottle of mayo. Okay. So Mocha, you have your grapes in a in a bowl as well, correct? Yes, I do. Okay. Can I do this? Squeeze you- the mayo? Yeah, Maury, you can put your mayo in there. Here. Go go right ahead. 
Okay, there we go. Look at that. All okay. right. So now, Maury, you're going to pass the mayo uh, to Mocha. It'll be sanitized on its way. Uh, okay, now, Mocha, you have your bowl of grapes, correct? Now, Maury, how many grapes are in your bowl before, One, Mocha, two, you do that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I have 12 grapes. Now, Maury has not mixed his mayo in yet. It's Should still I? very... Yeah, give it a little bit of a mix there. I, Maury, I want to make sure you have enough mayo in there. I think it's distributed evenly. Okay, yeah, that looks... I don't know. Not enough mayo, I would no. say. We may have to go back for more. Okay, Mocha, if you wouldn't mind um, squirting mayo into yours, please. Okay, look at that. There we go. That's how you do it. Mm. Okay, okay, perfect. Can you squeeze some more into mine? Ugh. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> okay, Maury, a little bit more mayo in yours, please. It needs to look, it needs to almost look stewy, right? Yeah. It okay. needs to look like uh, like a stew. There we go. There we, that's what I'm talking about right now. Okay, cool. Good, 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 good. There we go. Okay, mix that up. Uh, so who would like to go first? Oh, I, I would. Okay. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Okay, sure. so Maury's volunteering to go first. Now, what, Maury, what's going to be your technique? Are you going to stab it or are you going to try and scoop it? Because you're using forks, not spoons, I noticed. Because if you use a spoon, it'll roll off. Okay, go right ahead, Maury. Oh, the tardiness of the grape does not work well with the uh, whatever substance of the mayo. Egg? <laughs> <laughs> mayo? Mayo? Okay, try again, Maury. Maury's going back in for another one. This is really, like, interesting. But here. once you start chewing on the grape, it turns into sort of like a... A citrusy cream. Oh. Okay. Well, oh. citrus is oh. not in either of those things that you're eating right now. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh God. Okay, okay Mocha. It really I, stinks in here now. Yeah, I, I know. And I love mayo and I love grapes, but the yeah. two of them together, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, okay, Mocha, you give uh, Okay, hold on. But before you do that, if Maury passes out, I have to make sure he's on camera. It's... It's still dripping back there. Oh. Uh. That's so gross. Okay. Uh. Are we ready? Not the first time you've said that. <laughs> okay, you ready? <laughs> wait, Maury, wait, wait. I just, if if Maury dies, we have to make sure that we get this documentation. This is the footage that the news is going to yes, get. Yes, <laughs> This is what we're going to play at your funeral, Maury. Just watch out, okay? There we go. Mocha, okay, anytime, anytime you're ready. Uh, Mocha is now about to try mayo and grapes. Here's why you should use a spoon. Yes. Because you can get more of it oh my on God. the spoon. Oh, my God. Ew. Okay? Oh my God. Why would you oh want to do that? Okay, go ahead. That is a giant mouthful. Hmm. Like a shem is dying in the back over there. How is it? If you say not bad, I may die. It's actually pretty good. Oh, my God! <laughs> I don't find anything wrong with this. Nothing at all. No. Here, look. There's four on this spoon, right? Yeah. <gasps> oh, mm -hmm. I can't even. I can't even. I can't you know even. Yeah. Well, not bad. You want them? No. Oh. Absolutely not. not. Have you had the citrus it's part It's not yet? that bad. That was pretty good. I'm like, actually, I'm sick to my stomach even thinking about what that would be like in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Maury, what is the matter with you over there? Yeah. It's like, it's like your first time Maury, eating anything. <laughs> Maury has mayo in his nose. How did that even happen? It's like, it's Maury... It's like you learn how to eat from a book. <laughs> like, like you understand the fundamentals, yeah. but like the technique is all wrong. And you got that COVID man. You look like you're wearing a bib. Like I don't even. It's, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's all right. No, but the more you eat it, the better it gets. Look at that face of yours. What is going on with you? 
I'm just drunk with enjoyment. <laughs> there okay, you go. So grapes and mayo. That is... Uh, Not bad. Yeah, that's grapes and mayo. I thought it was going to be much more revolting than that. Maury's still eating his. Well, what am I supposed to do? I don't know. Have some self-respect. Yeah, wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So yesterday, you and Maury tried... Um, mayonnaise and <laughs> grapes. Yeah. There was a tweet. Hold on, let me find it. Maury, when did you send this to me? Oh, no, it's not another food oh, combo that we no, got to do. No, Is no, it? no, no, no. I got to find it now. Hold on. Give me a second. Man. Maury, just resend all that stuff to me, please. So there was a... A tweet that went sort of viral, and it was just a, a bowl of grapes and mayo. Yeah. And then the only thing that the guy wrote, I need his name and all that stuff, Maury, please. Um, the only thing that the guy wrote was grapes and mayo and then like five hearts. Okay. And his name was uh, Bajan Amir. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, cool, because everybody started sending me this tweet being like you, Mocha and Maury have to do this. I want to try it. Everybody started sending me the tweet saying that you guys have to do it. And then you tried it. I personally didn't think it was as bad. Right. As what you would think. Because you wouldn't normally put grapes and mayo together anyway. You actually quite enjoyed it. I had two spoonfuls. So, Bajan Amir tweeted back at us and yeah. saying this. Shout out to you guys for actually doing this. You're absolutely legends. It was definitely yogurt in the picture, though. <laughs> what? So he said, <laughs> you guys are absolute legends for doing this, but it was definitely yogurt in the picture, though. So the guy... So where did the mail come from? He lied. He just took a picture of his yogurt and grapes and said, grapes and mayo, mmm... And then everybody was like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. Maury and Mocha have to try this. And then you did. Now. I hate all of you. Okay. Now. Man. Here's what we started. So I get this message video. Yeah. From a Raza Mocha fan named V yesterday. And V is standing in her kitchen now with a bowl of grapes. Yeah. And a jar of mayonnaise and then does this. So play the clip right now. You have it. Oh, what's it called? I don't know. Uh, you you have it. It's called um, Maury. Come find this, please. I have no idea. What's it called? It's called grapes reaction. Grapes. Just oh. look up grapes. Oh, this. Okay. okay. So this is V. Okay, big fan of the show. Yeah. She saw what you and Maury did yesterday. Okay, which was a reaction to a tweet, but the tweet was a lie. So you guys were actually now the first people to eat mayonnaise and grapes. And then V sends me this. After hearing um, about this grape at meal on the Rosa Mocha show, I decided to try it. So this is a bowl of grapes. And uh, I have this mayonnaise. <laughs> I think that's enough. Let me mix it up. She put a lot of mayo in, bro. That's a lot of mayo. Wow. Okay, I'm going to try two grapes. It's a lot of mayo. Mmm. Oh, oh. She likes it? Mmm. Mmm. It's really good. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Yo, she likes it. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you right now, you guys may now be the originators of grapes and mayo. Ah, you're welcome, everybody. Right? <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There is this pastor out in Virginia who told his congregation back in March, in the early days of the pandemic, before we started to get a better understanding of Mm -hmm. coronavirus, Mm -hmm. even though now we still don't have, we have more answers, but there's still a lot of questions. It's very confusing. But in March, this pastor by the name of E.W. Jackson told his congregation that you don't have to catch coronavirus if you don't want to if you don't want to basically <laughs> i didn't know i had a choice. choice right i didn't know i had a choice so this is back in march okay this pastor ew jackson exactly what he said i don't have the coronavirus i'm not gonna get the coronavirus i'm not gonna give anybody the coronavirus because i can't get it because i talked to god about it and i'm Amen, brother. And I declare you can be free from it too. I read an article and when criticizing me in, in part of it, and they said, Now he acts like Christians can't get the coronavirus. Now I never said that. Yeah. I never said that. Because of course they can. But read what I'm saying, you don't have to. <laughs> if you don't have to believe God, you don't have to. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you don't have to, then don't. If you don't have to, then don't. <laughs> if you don't have to get the coronavirus, then don't. So, doesn't Pastor E.W. Jackson go missing for two weeks? Oh, I wonder why. And pops up on Facebook Live the other day. <laughs> yeah. Wonder what happened. <laughs> and tells everybody Two this. weeks, you say, huh? Well, it's good to see all of you here today. And it's Amen. Good to be with you today. It's good to see all of you on Facebook Live. Um, I want to say that I've been out for the last several weeks. A couple of weeks I was out because uh, I was speaking somewhere else. And the last week I was out because... I was tested positive for COVID-19. So, but I'm back. I'm healthy. I'm sound. I'm whole. Praise God. I'm, I'm feeling good. And um, I'm just grateful to God. And my wife is, uh, of course, she got it from me. <laughs> my little kids um, But she's doing fine, too. And uh, she's going to be back to work tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> she's going to be back to work tomorrow. My, she got it from me. Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> So did, he, so did he, in fact, secretly want it? Is that what he's saying? I, I guess. Because originally he said... And if you don't have to, then don't. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I cannot wait. We are going to be speaking with the one and only Lisa Turtle from Bayside High <laughs> on the Roz and Mocha Show in just a few minutes. Yeah, that's it. Huh? The new Saved by the Bell is happening, and they're all back with the exception of Screech. He's yeah. not back. Uh, we'll get into that with uh, with Lark Voorhees. Yes, Lisa Turtle, Lark Voorhees will be on with us in just a oh, couple minutes. Oh, hold on, hold oh, on. What? You know what we what have happened? to bring up with her? Which is what? We have to, have to, have to talk about the new version, the Lil Yachty version of oh. the theme song. This when one? I wake up in the morning, the Is so bad. Yes. <laughs> this ain't the intro. Come on, man. It's alright. It's alright. No, it's not good. I don't like I don't it. Feel it at all. No. 
It's not all right. Oh, the yeah. worst. <laughs> anyway, Lark Voorhees on the Roz and Mocha Show next. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. When I wake up in the morning and my alarm gives out a warning, I don't think I'll ever make it on time. <laughs> uh, Yo, I cannot wait for this new Saved by the Bell on Thursday, man. Yeah, and everybody's back. And one of the names that was left off the list of returning cast members when it was initially announced was Lark Voorhees. Also Dustin Diamond, who's Screech, who's still not back. But uh, Lark Voorhees. And she had said at the time that she thought that her mental health played a role in her not being invited back when she was um, diagnosed with uh, schizo- schizoaffective thought disorder. And uh, now she is back. Mm-hmm. The whole The whole gang is back um and it's so good to see everybody especially lark voorhees sort of thriving on the new uh saved by the bell lark voorhees welcome to the Razamoka show how are you hey Greg. thank you how are you <laughs> doing great it is so awesome to be speaking with the one the only lisa turtle yes sir yeah. Uh, so how's it going for you? Because I know initially, I, I know initially, um, the it was like a sort of up in the air on who was actually going to wind up in this new version of Saved by the Bell. And I know that you had been vocal. Right. Um, you felt left out. Now that you're a part of it, what are you feeling? Oh, I'm incredible. I was always highly supportive of the show, no matter what. Um, but I'm definitely, I'm enthused. I'm gassed, and uh, I look forward to seeing the finished product. We worked hard on it. Uh, worked hard to make it funny, worked hard to make it real, uh, something memorable for the audience. Um, and I'm excited to see it coming out. How fun was it to get back together again with the old gang? Oh, it was really great. Uh, I really only got back in touch because we, we all did our own locations because mm-hmm. of Corona. So uh, I literally uh, got only to see the production people, the production team. So, but we had a good time. We had a great time. <laughs> um, you've been very sort of vocal about the, everything that you've just gone through in your life and short of, and, and shining a light on, you know, mental health and, and your own journey. And do you sort of relish this right now, taking this sort of opportunity of being back a part of a show like this to where you have the platform to sort of continue on that conversation? Because it is important. Oh, yes. Yes, indeed. I am very advocative forward uh, toward the issues of mental health, of uh, hospital uh, care, especially in the COVID virus. And I am an advocate uh, for mental health and I represent many establishments, Mm -hmm. especially those that uh, take care of mental health issues, the homeless, this and that. So, you know, we, we like to it hurts, it hurts my feelings for those issues to exist. Lark Voorhees, who we all know and love and grew up with, as uh, as Lisa Turtle on Saved by the Bell. The reboot debuts on Thursday night at 8 o'clock. She's on the Roz and Mocha Show. You always wonder when you are a fan of these shows and whether it's Saved by the Bell or any of the other shows, like where everybody would have wound up. And I find it hysterical that Zach is now the governor of California. Yeah. Um, what, was, <laughs> what, was, what was your original, your initial reaction when they told you that Zach was the governor? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it tickled me. It, it tickled me a great deal. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to know Mark Paul and our production team, and that's that's pretty fun. That's pretty hilarious. And for the following audience, yeah, that's absolutely. 
absolutely hysterical. What, what's, uh, what's your sort of answer when people ask you, you know, ev- it's good to see everybody back, but uh, Dustin Diamond, there's no, there's no screech. There never was going to be screech. Um, what's, your, what's your take on the relationship with uh, Dustin Diamond and that, uh, and that show? Oh, well, you know, Dustin Diamond, I, I think the almighty dollar rules on that. You know, he wants to be paid and respected. You know, we we would love for him to come back on set. He's going into his growing pains. He's just he's coming about. It's a, it's a a relative correct uh, place where he can get back on track. He's just he's going through his his uh, adult issues and all of this. But he, I'm sure he would be back. Granted, the the perfect contract for him. I'm sure he would be back now because he is like you know as part of the core group on Saved by the Bell. He was such a big part of that group and attached to your character so much. Does his name get mentioned? Does Screech's name get mentioned during the first episode of Saved by the Bell? Uh, they do have a segment in there that. Uh, yes, they do have a segment in there that explains why he's not here. Gotcha. Oh, there you is. Know, yeah. Jack is the governor, and uh, Screech is doing his thing. So, so the the theme song is so iconic, and it gets stuck in your head from the moment you see it. But what do you think of the new theme song, the little Yachty sort of redo of the Saved by the Bell theme song? Yeah. Well, we we had a couple of changes on ourselves. Uh, on the show mm-hmm. uh, with this song. We had a couple of changes there. So I think it's just, it's a sign of the times and they, you know, ju- juggle the affairs to uh, get the show running and mm. to attract listeners. I get the sense, Lark, you can be honest with us. I get the sense you're not really that big of a fan of it. Because <laughs> I'm not going to lie, girl. I'm not really a fan of it either. As somebody who grew up watching Saved by the Bell, that little Yachty version, great rapper, you know, Okay, rapper. Sorry, let me make that correction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not feeling. I'm not feeling the new theme song. No. I'll watch the show happily, but that first thirty seconds, you know, I may skip. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's it's keeping up with with what's going on. Everybody has these uh, rapping windows in their songs, and I think uh, that was just the production team's way of staying on top of every. Uh, addressed issue. So, <laughs> I love yeah, it. I'm I sure love Peter it. Engel is rolling around about that, but uh, <laughs> we did it. And <laughs> uh, Lark Voorhees, thank you so much for joining us on the oh, Roz yeah. and Moga show today. Uh, we cannot wait for this new version of Saved by the Bell in Canada. It airs on Thursday, 8 o'clock on the W Network. We appreciate your time. Indeed. Thank you. Hey. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. All right, yo, why does it smell like the body shop in here now? Why? Who, what do you mean? Is that you? Yeah, all what of a sudden. That? All of a sudden. Oh, my God. I was just telling Shem to smell my hair, and Shem said it smells fantastic. I have a leave-in cream. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Did Ew. you just put some in now? No, because I Because just... you've been here for a while. Like, I haven't smelled that smell all, all day. And all of a sudden, you start walking around. No, you... it's like a good plant. It takes a while to grow into the air. Hold on here. Smell. Take a deep inhale. Just deep in. Inhale. More here. Do me a favor. Walk to that door and walk back. Like, quickly. Just do, get some saves. I didn't say run. Just walk. Just walk, man. Just walk. Just walk. God, your feet are so heavy, man. I know. The whole it's room so shakes. Wild. No, but you're running away from me. Hold on. Oh, here. I'll go like this. Oh, my God. Put your mask okay. on. 
Yeah, I guess it stinks. <laughs> I'll correct you. It's it's lush. It's what? It's the company called Lush. So, okay, so what it's is a it, leave-in cream. What is it supposed to do, though? Why would you have a leave-in cream in your hair? Oh, it's to moisturize my scalp. <laughs> is that why your forehead looks so greasy? <laughs> I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's super shiny. It really does. It looks like you ate fried chicken and, and, <laughs> and wiped your hands with yeah. your head. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sort of breath right now. Okay. Yeah. And your so, hair still looks wet. Why are you yeah, so... Yeah, that's the whole thing. It sort of, it okay. sort of gets all moist. Why are you so dry in the head? I don't know, but yesterday I got up from my nap and there was like flakes. Ew. Like dandruff? I don't like to use that word. Why? Oh. Oh, because then I have to admit that I have dandruff. Oh, my God. Who who has a hard time admitting it's 2020? You're shame. You're getting dandruff shame. There's other things going on, man. I know, but once you admit that you have dandruff, it's so what like a did whole you do? You world. ran right out and bought a, a leave-in conditioner. Did you do research or what did you do? No, I've known about this before because my dad used it once. Right, because of his not dandruff problems. Flakes. Okay, flakes. Right. I would rather say dandruff Same. than flakes. No, flakes sounds. Uh, flakes makes you think of corn flakes, no, which are yummy. No, uh, yeah, but not in the head. Yeah, <laughs> gross. That's <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, corn flakes on your scalp. Yeah, no, thing? no. Say dandruff, man. We all understand dandruff. <laughs> yeah, head flakes doesn't sound any better. <laughs> also, also cre- creamy head flakes. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Oh. Do you feel better? Those your scalp. Like, are you itchy uh. generally up there? Oh yeah, you are on the sides where the uh, side. Where, what do you call these sideburns? You're, okay, but you're itchy though. Yes. Yeah. So do you scratch? Like, do you line that and scratch your head? I do. Oh. And then you have to reach back and wipe. Oh, excuse oh, me. What? Excuse Bro, me. Bro, you know what? I think you need to see a dermatologist. No joke. Like. <laughs> My God. <laughs> no wonder Matthew doesn't let you sleep in the bed, man. I swear. I swear. So do you, are you better now, though? Is this what we're saying? Oh, I look good and smell great. Okay, then. I look good and I smell great. <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So yesterday, Taylor Swift goes on Instagram. And she puts up a picture of herself. It's a black and white shot. Mm-hmm. And she simply captions it. Not a lot going on at the moment. Oh. Now, so, here's the thing is that the last, be busy? the last time <laughs> she posted a picture of herself with the caption, not a lot going on at the moment. Yeah. She was recording Folklore. Oh, right. Yeah. Right? So. Oh, I see what you did there, okay. Taylor. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're using that old joke thing we won't catch on. So all day yesterday, everybody's like, okay, so what's going on? Is she shooting something? Is she yeah. whatever? And then there's the whole idea of everything that went on with Scooter Braun and her masters. Uh, so during her acceptance speech last night, Taylor Swift ended it by, so we'll play the speech for you, but listen to what she says at the end. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hey. Thank you so much for this. This is this is a fan-voted award, which means so much to me. You guys have been beyond wonderful um, all the years of my career, but, but especially this one, when we've been so far apart, we haven't been able to see each other in concert, um, but I still feel really connected to you through the music. And... Um, you know, your reaction to folklore and all the ways in which your imagination um, honored that album. I just love you so much and I'm really, really lucky because of you. The reason I'm not there tonight is I'm actually re-recording all of my old music in the studio where um, where we originally recorded it. So it's been amazing and I can't wait for you to hear it. But have a great night. I love you so much and thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it's happening. 
In the same studio. Boy. In the same studio. Everything, huh? That's a lot of albums. That's a lot of songs. That's a lot. Like, is she redoing every single song? Or do you think she's just going to redo? I legit think she's re-recording the albums from start to finish. Oh, man. And probably with some new new stuff. And because you got to give people a reason. I mean, they will buy them anyway. Of course. People are going to double up on them and buy them anyway. But there's going to most likely be some cool things in there that make the album new. Yeah. Uh, because I don't know if it serves her any purpose to really switch them up, to do kind of like a new version of some of the old songs. I think that what makes it great is that if she legitimately just went ahead and re-recorded yeah. all of them the, the, and tried to replicate them sure. as close as possible. And the way not, we and all know and love the songs. Don't change anything else. Yeah, because the thing with this is one of the reasons why I never liked live recordings of songs. Mm-hmm. I don't like live performances. Like I like seeing them live. Sure. But I don't like live performances when they're recorded and then somebody would release like a live album. Oh, Be- like when MTV used to do their uh, unplugged stuff. Well, that sounds completely different. But I mean, like you take a band and they have an album and uh-huh. then when you see them live, the concert is there. But then they used to release like live recordings of concerts. Uh-huh. And it always bothered me because singers never sing the song on stage the exact same way they do on the album. So when you try and sing along, it doesn't work. So I think that Taylor Swift should do it as close to the originals as possible. Otherwise, it's going to sound weird when you hear them. I wonder if... Well, I guess because she's performed these songs live throughout her career, but I wonder if for this particular process, she's going back and listening intently to those albums, to those songs, to hear... Yeah inflection, tone, range, yeah. to try to mimic everything exact. Yeah. And she's still young enough that she's not not able to sing her own stuff because right. that happens too to singers. Yeah, yeah. Like Mariah couldn't go back and re-record her first five albums. Oh, no, right? Like it, it, uh, I don't mean to... No more. It's like, yes, she can. (laughs) (laughs) And she doesn't have to. Like, that's the thing. This is is something that an artist should never have to do is go back and re-record their stuff. But I'm glad Taylor's doing it. But yeah, officially recording uh, her first five and uh, in the same studio where they were originally recorded. That's crazy. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Explain something to me. Hit me. Okay. It's not that I don't appreciate it. But where the hell did all of this start with the weekend showing up looking like he just got a facelift with the bandages? Where did all that start? Oh, that is like if you watch a series of music videos for his latest album, After Hours, yeah. they all tell a story and they're all the latest part of the story has him in the bandages for his latest music video where the girls... But he was doing this before with the broken nose, though. He was, because there was one, I can't remember, which video was it when he got into the accident? Like, he's been doing this this for a while now. Yeah, it's all part of the same After Hours album experience in the music videos. When did After Hours come out? Oh, dude, forever ago. Forever ago, right? Yeah. Okay. Earlier this year. Because I don't remember what he looks like anymore. Oh, because I, it's just all bandaged I, up. I only, I, know, I only know him with, like, busted nose and fake Band-Aids. Fight Club. And, <laughs> fight Club, yeah. I only know I only know him as that now. But why? Do we know why? Like, has he ever, has he said, I know he's a pretty recluse guy, but has he said... No, it's just basic theme of... Why? Of, like, if you watch music videos, it just follows yeah. the basic theme of, of that. Is and that's was, where, Jesus uh, in his kind of, like, catalog of videos that he's releasing for this current album, yeah. where he is in the... In the overall storyline. Okay. 
because I because I'm, I'm watching last night and it's it's the weekend in the bandages and he's got Kenny G and it's just it's the weirdest thing in the world. Like everything is just so weird. <laughs> and then he's doing the Super Bowl. Like, is he, are they going to allow him to do that at the Super Bowl? They can't allow that. I like this though. goes into the song. Yeah, more. I was going to say, people were tweeting, and I was checking again this morning, they're concerned for the weekend because they don't know it's an act. Oh, yeah, that's been, that's always been the case, though. People oh, really? questioning, going, is everything okay with the weekend? Why is he where, Why is he on stage with bandages on yeah. his face? Fight yeah. Club. Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Just say it's Fight Club. But I, I, they can't allow, like, there's no way the NFL is going to allow him to do that at Super Bowl. There's no way. Hey, man. If they asked him to do the Super Bowl and he agreed, but not I'm enough. Sure that's your costume. No, but not enough people know though. Like not enough people know the the sort of the shtick. Like you can't well, go in front do? of Cancel? a super. You can't, like if no. they go to him no. and say, "Hey, listen, no bandages," and he says, "Well, it's part of the act." Maybe what's the Super Bowl going to say? No, you can't perform. Yes. Well, they're not going to say no, you can't perform, but it's the it's the biggest stage in the world, and yeah. you just the reaction can't be okay. What happened to this poor guy, and why is why did they force him to perform? Well, maybe because, there should be a color for fake bandages. Like maybe no, it has to be pink bandages. No, that's not going to no, change bandages his damn bandage. thing. Bandages are still bandages. I think he's showing up doing the whole. You think he's showing up like he did last night with like yeah. a full face bandages? Yeah, I think I think at least a part of the. Performance is going to feature that. Oh, and yeah. then he rips it off, and he's okay. Because I think that a lot of it is going to be pre-recorded, much like how all these other award show, a lot of uh, the performances are pre-recorded. Yeah, I'll tell you, the only thing that would make people happy at that Super Bowl audience is that if he ripped it off and he was Bruno Mars. <laughs> hey, yo, that's so savage, man. Why you gotta be so mean? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So apparently... Claire and Dale. Ugh. Do I have to say their last names or no? I don't have to say their last names. Claire and Dale from Bachelorette. From Bachelorette. Uh, apparently, they are spending Thanksgiving together with each other's families, even though in record speed, there are already cheating rumors. No. Yes. Who cheated? Who do you think? Dale? Yes. I don't know. I'm not saying, but you're saying who are the rumors directed at? Yeah. The rumors are directed at Dale. Does it say who he's cheating? No, apparently with? Dale was, he flew himself to New York and was seen out with uh, a few models. And apparently, and I'm looking for the picture because I don't know. Apparently he was seen kissing one of them in public. Oh, no. Apparently he was seen kissing one of them in public. But he found true love days in. Yeah. To the Bachelorette. Yeah. But what do you do at that point? I was thinking about this the other day. What do you do when you're Dale? Where? What, your lips happen to fall on a model's lips? No. <laughs> no, I mean on the Bachelorette. I don't oh. mean I don't mean accidentally making out with somebody. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, these New, these New York streets are so bumpy. <laughs> a tripped. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. Yeah. Sorry oh, about that. Sorry, I was looking for the washroom. Yeah. How'd you get there? <laughs> You're just Standing for, right in front of my face. Whatever. I'm just out for a jog, okay? <laughs> she was out for a jog too, yeah. and boom, it just happened. Yeah, all of a sudden. Yeah, I don't know how you accidentally kiss somebody. I mean, I've accidentally kissed a lot of people. Don't get me wrong. 
<laughs> and I always accidentally kiss people in the exact same way every single time. I've accidentally kissed many men, and I've accidentally kissed many women in the exact same way. The How? exact same way. Like you go for in on the cheek. It's they also somewhere go in loud. On the cheek? No, it's somewhere oh. loud. Okay. Okay. Back when I used to go to like clubs and concerts and parties and everything else, it's always somewhere loud where I lean down to say something into their ear uh-huh. and then turn my head so they can say something in my ear. Then I lean in and say something into their ear. And then we both decide that we have something to say at the exact same time. Let's meet. <laughs> I'm sure okay? that's exactly what happened with Dale. And I have like many, I can't even count, countless times I've accidentally kissed somebody. Yeah. Right, like that. Men too. Coworkers. Right? <laughs> By accident. Not you, Maury. By accident. <laughs> and I think maybe it's because I'm so tall that, like, if you're if you're on the same level as somebody, you can sort of see where their head is. Uh-huh. But when I'm coming down like a giraffe, you know, taking a bite, and then they're looking up, like, things don't line up properly, yeah. and then lips just, lips hit, right? And then what happens after? Do you guys say anything? No, you've never acknowledged it. Oh, just no. continue with the conversation. You just continue with the conversation. It's like, what do you want me to say? Oh, that was tender. And then just and then go on to say what I was saying. Like, I didn't even know how. How do you how do you acknowledge that? What kind of lip balm you use? Right? <laughs> wow, you smell nice. So soft. Yeah. yeah, you can't. Yeah, so, so soft. I don't know how to deal with that. But maybe that's what happened because Dale's a tall guy too. Right? So maybe that's what happened. Maybe he's asking a lot of models for directions in loud places. Right. Right. I'm familiar with this city. Exactly. Point me in the right direction. Thank you. Um, so Dale and Claire, yes. they're getting both of their families. I, that's what I'm reading. Together. Yes, that's what I'm reading. But even though in the states they're advising against, like in every bro, state right across bro, the country. Bro, what are you doing? They're telling everyone, don't get together. Do you think that some guy who goes up to New York and accidentally kisses models for an entire week and is worried about COVID? Hey, man, it was an accident. <laughs> Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, I'm still trying to process all the Grammy stuff from yesterday. Oh, goodness. What a crap show, huh? I know. Um, the snubs. So I think one of the most interesting, we'll, we'll get to this. We'll talk about the weekend and, and all of that stuff. But one of the most interesting things is I know people like to look at what was left off yeah. as opposed to what was included. And I think one of the most interesting headlines is Beyonce has the most nominations of anybody at the Grammys this year without having released an album. How does that even happen? Is it because of the Lion King? So, yeah. So it's... Um, Soundtrack? It's... Or, sorry, music inspired by the Lion King? Well, it's, it is. it is. It's uh, it's Black Parade, it's Savage with Meg Thee Stallion, and it's Black as King. Right. So it's, she had three major sort of musical events this year, but none of which were an album. Yeah. But even those three got her the most nominations out, what are you of, do? out of anybody. Right. Nom- the most nominations at the Grammys without releasing an album. When it comes to Beyonce, you, Jesus. For the Grammys, I feel like they have to find something to nominate her Jesus. for. Jesus. Right? right? Like it's the Queen. I understand getting a lot of nom- the most nominations I without know. releasing an album. I know. It's wild, 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 wild. Um, but yeah, they they never they never sort of there's always controversy with the with the Grammys and and then Justin Bieber getting nominated, well, but then like posting about how he appreciates okay. the nomination, but okay. doesn't so, want to be in that category. So here is so so this is the the best way that I understand it anyway to understand what happened to the weekend 
is to read Justin Bieber's post. Because to me, Justin Bieber's post and everything that I've read, Justin Bieber's post explains exactly why The Weeknd wasn't nominated. So Justin Bieber's pissed off. He's appreciative. Don't get me wrong. He's appreciative for the nominations, but Justin Bieber's pissed off because he was nominated in pop categories and not R&B categories. And Justin Bieber wrote this. To the Grammys, I am flattered to be acknowledged and appreciated for my artistry. I am very meticulous and intentional about my music. With that being said, I set out to make an R&B album. Changes was and is an R&B album. It is not being acknowledged as an R&B album, which is very strange to me. I grew up admiring R&B music and wish to make a project that would embody that sound. For this not to be put into that category feels weird, considering from the chords to the melodies to the vocal style, all the way down to the hip-hop drums, drums that were chosen, it is undeniably, unmistakably an R&B album. Appreciative, but he feels that he was sort of miscategorized at the Grammys. This is why The Weeknd wasn't nominated. Because of Justin Bieber? Nobody knows what to do with The Weeknd. And there were articles dating back to August and September tying the weekend into the Grammys and how it could go this way. Because what do you do with the weekend? Because the R&B people feel that the weekend is too pop. The pop people feel that the, the, the weekend is still too R&B. So he doesn't get enough votes in any category to put him over the top to get a nomination. That doesn't seem fair. It doesn't seem fair, but it, but that's what most likely happened. That's BS, though. Why is it BS? Because if The weekend is not, is too R&B, is too R&B to be in the pop world, then why has he been dominating on the pop charts? No, 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 no. But it's not about, it's not about the charts. It's about what the voters, it's about how they cast their vote. So if you... Yeah, ha- so in if order you're, to cast if your vote, though, they yes. have to be looking at the overall spectrum of that body of work no, it's and not the impact. The, it's not the body of work. It's what lane they're in. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Well, then is the, Grammys- the R&B voters yep. will never look at Justin Bieber as an R&B artist. So tell me Justin why, Bieber's a pop artist. So tell me why somebody like Marin Morris, who yes. is a country artist, could still get nominated in pop categories for releasing pop tracks. Because they understand what she is. So the, the difference is this, is that you don't have a lot of say on where your album or your song winds up at the Grammys. Your people can push. Sure. Right? They can push. And from what I understand is that the way that it used to be is that everybody used to push for the pop category because mm-hmm. that was the big category. Prince, Michael Jackson, everything else. You could say Michael Jackson and Prince were a lot of different things at a lot of different times. They were always pushed towards the pop category because when it came right down to it, they were pop stars. Yeah. And so if you're not pushing, if you're allowing them to sort of pick and choose, let's say that the weekend's people were pushing for more R&B. Let's just say, right? Yeah. Let's just say that that's what happened. The people voting on the R&B categories are like, this is not an R&B album. This is a pop album. Hope the people in the pop category do the right thing and give the weekend a nomination. And then the pop category is like, nah, it's too R&B. Weekend's an R&B artist. Yeah. Right? That's the problem. Is Justin Bieber's, uh, Justin Bieber's disgruntled sort of Instagram post over not being recognized as an R&B artist may be the biggest sort of clue as to why the weekend got no nominations. Hmm. Well, the system is broken. The system is, well, the system, yeah, the system, and the it system has is been broken. broken for a long time. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like there's any way uh, or any time soon that it will be fixed. No. At all. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast.
So uh, T. Swift was on uh, Good Morning America yesterday. Mm -hmm. And she had this to say. Because, first of all, she just dropped a folklore movie on Disney Plus, right? Is that yeah. the deal? The, all the performances? It looks really beautiful. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but it looks really beautiful. Uh, but this was Taylor on uh, Good Morning America. I've been having a really good time re-recording my older music. So far, the, of the ones I've recorded, I think it's been the most fun doing Love Story because the older music, my voice was so teenaged and I... Sometimes when I hear my older music and my older young teenage voice, it makes me feel like I'm a different singer now. And so it's been the most fun to go back and re-record ones that I feel like I could actually possibly improve upon the song. So that's been a really amazing, fun adventure. And um, Taylor Swift just gave herself the edit button on Twitter. What do you mean? You know what I mean? You get to go back and like, oh yeah, and fix the things you thought that you could never fix. You know what, man? <laughs> this is going to be such a huge deal once she re-releases or releases these new albums of re-recorded tracks. Now, yes, a hundred percent. Right. Let me ask you this question: mm. Does Taylor Swift do what nobody else would ever be able to do? Does she release all five at the same time and have all five of them fight to be one, two, three, four, and five on Billboard? Absolutely, she you does. You think so? I yes. think so, too. That's a big master yeah. plan. She's going to re-record everything and give all the fans all of it all at once. Yeah, I think so, too. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I she, thought that from the very beginning, Yeah, that that's a game plan. Yeah, and that, one, and that, that is a record that will never be broken. No, Nobody will ever have... Five albums in the top five. <laughs> because I don't think anyone's ever been in the no, position that no. she has. And if no. they ever were, they're not putting up the fight that she has yeah. and not going back to re-record everything from the past. Yeah, I hope she does it because that'll be that'll be just exceptional. Yeah. Really will. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, da, 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 da. There's so much happening today, um, but I want to play you this real quick. They say that this is the first Christmas song for dogs. Now, when okay. I give you that headline, when I say they've just released the first Christmas song for dogs, what do you hear in your head? Because I immediately heard when I read Christmas song for dogs, Yeah, I immediately heard like dogs singing Christmas songs. Yeah. Like it's a Christmas song by dogs for dogs. Right. Barking to the tune of a jingle bell. Like what or... they remember the cats? Yeah. Remember when they did that? What was that called with the cats? That went very that was huge. Yeah, yeah, but out. what was that called? Oh god. Damn it. No, come on. It was called something. Anyway, so that's what I thought it was. Meowy Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> but it's not perfect Christmas. <laughs> yeah. What do you think it is? When I say the first Christmas song for dogs, think, what do you think it I is? I think it's other dogs like dogs barking. Yes. And it's to the tune of a classic Christmas song. That is exactly See, what I thought. When I read the headline, I thought it was just going to be silent because you know that sound only dogs can hear. Right. There's another good one. It could have just been a troll job. So what it's, is it's like that? It's like that book, uh, all the things men know, and then you open it and it's all blank pages. <laughs> <laughs> You ever hey, seen that that's, joke? That's so mean. <laughs> that's funny. Okay, so here it is right now. This is the first Christmas song they say for dogs. Sit. Sit. Oh, good girl. Who's this? Who's this? Would you like to go on? Wookies.
So it's kind of like reggae and like praise for the dog. Yeah. There's some squeaky noises and dogs barking. But, but can I say? It's kind of like, I think it's kind of. Trash? No, but it well, would work. It no, would work. We subscribe at our house to Dog TV. And we put it on all day, and it sounds pretty similar to that. And really? our dog just falls asleep. Is there like scientific uh, reasoning behind why this song was made the way it- there there is? And it they was? yeah, they actually did a ton of research into it in focus groups and everything else. Yeah, um, but focus I, groups with dogs. Focus. I don't know. <laughs> like dogs playing know. poker. But I find it cr- a little creepy though. Yeah. No, but Roz, you're not a dog. No, 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 no. I don't have it's to be. It's very a dog. weird. It's very weird. Yeah, but, and it's confusing but, to my ears. Okay. Good girl. Sit. Sit. Oh, good girl. Who's this? Who's this? Would you like to go on? Wookies. That, that's yeah. It's like very messy. There's so much going on in this in this track. It's called Raise the Wolf. <laughs> By <Okay>. the way. <laughs> I like the title. At our house we do um, what Catherine likes to call cat TV. Which is it's not something we subscribe to like Maury and Dog TV. At our house, Cat TV is Catherine opens up the back door and throws two handfuls of peanuts on the deck, and then the cats just sit there and stare at squirrels. <laughs> cat TV, get it for free right now. For hours. <laughs> and guess what? It's free forever. It is free forever. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Mm-hmm. Meg The Stallion is still trending pretty high. Like, and a couple of times, too. Her new album dropped called Good News. And part of the reason why she's trending is because the very first song on the album is called Shots Fired. <laughs> oh, it's a no. straight up Tory Lane's diss record. Mentions his height. 5'3". <laughs> no. Talks about the fact no. that he shot her and, yeah, like, man. offering up money for her to keep quiet. So that is true, I guess, according to Car- uh, according to uh, Meg, right? According to Meg the Stallion, yeah. And uh, that he tried oh, to f- that he tried to flip her cash to get her to not say anything. Yeah, Jesus. And just talking about just talking just all sorts of stuff. I'm gonna I had to bleep this like crazy. So hopefully you can make out some of the things that Meg the Stallion is saying. Yeah. About Tory Lanez and this new song called Shots Fired that everyone's talking about. But if you need reference, I do have the the song lyrics, just in case you have any questions, okay? Yeah, thanks. All right. Oh, wow. 
Okay. Cool. <laughs> uh, so I might, I might, I might need, I might need that lyric sheet that, now. That is exactly <laughs> how I thought you were going to react. I don't, you know me. I don't do well with this stuff, man. I don't like confrontation. I don't like when other people. It's just not. Uh, so what do you want to? You want to know about? So we, I want her you, saying like, imagine N words lying about shooting a real B word. Yeah, like I want to know. Face. Yeah, like give me the sort of gist of this. Give me the shots fired. Give me the what Meg says now that maybe we haven't heard before. Give me the, it's the, not the, really the stones anything thrown. We, give me the disses. It wasn't really uh, anything that we haven't heard. Okay, but it's how just does now she put say in a song? Yeah. Like there's one part of this track where she says, "If it weren't for me, that same week you would have uh, you would have been indicted." Oof. Talking about not speaking. Not talking on Oof. the incident whatsoever. You shot a five ten B word with a twenty two. Talking about bones and tendons, like them bullets wasn't pellets. And then she ended up calling him a P a P word N word with a P word gun all up in his feelings. Wow. And then I heard one part in there where she's <laughs> like, you're the one sitting in the back seat, but yet you call me the B word. Yeah. Oof, that hurts. Like, come on. <laughs> so if there's any song, and you know what? I did listen to half of the album so far. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Is it? I like it. It sounds it's, dirty, though. Is it all that dirty? Oh, dirtier. Is, really? Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's it very, you, very dirty. Makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I'm kind of insecure sometimes when you listen. Oh, no. It makes you insecure? As a dude? Oh, she yeah. has high expectations? Oh. Really, yeah. huh? Yeah. 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 Oh, that's not As a good. guy listening to this album, no. like, good for you, Meg. I applaud you. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'm not at that level. No. <laughs> I could I be honest with you. I could tell you I'm not at that level. Okay. Fair I'm enough. Like, I get, I'm comfortable in my middle of the road. Yeah. No life. problem. Right? No problem. You're like up here. Yeah. I'm like nothing wrong with average. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. New York Times put out their list of the. 25 greatest actors of the 21st century so far. Mm. Their two film critics put this together. They say uh, there's no formula to choosing the best, just squabbling. Oh, okay. And this list is both um, this list is both necessarily subjective yeah. and possibly scandalous in its omissions. Some mm. of these performers are new to the scene; others have been around for decades. So, a couple names: uh, Gail Garcia Bernal is number 25. Uh, Mahershala Ali, 23. Melissa McCarthy, 22. Mm. Catherine Deneuve, 21, and then you get uh, Willem Dafoe at 18. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, Alfred oh. Woodard at uh, 17, uh, Kim Min-hee, Michael B. Jordan at 15. Yes, my guy! Oscar Isaacs at 14, Tilda Swinton at 13, Joaquin Phoenix at 12, Julianne Moore at 11, Saoirse Ronan at 10, Viola Davis at 9, Zhao Tao at 8, uh, Tony Servillo. I'm not sure who that is. That number seven. Hey, all these Who's names that? so far, outside of Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, they're all like dramatic actors. Yes. Huh. Uh, and the top five, Nicole Kidman at number five. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait on number four. I'm going to go back and do number four. Okay. Okay. Nicole Kidman at number five. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis at number three. Okay. Although he doesn't work anymore. Uh, Isabella Hubert at number two, who's like a French actress that I've never even heard of until today. Bonjour, bonjour. Uh, Isabella Hubert at uh, number two and number one, Denzel Washington. So there's one spot 
in the top five, and that was number four. So again, mm. Nicole Kidman, oh, hold Daniel Day-Lewis, Isabella yeah. Hubert, and Denzel Washington. That's your top five. Who's missing from that top five? Tom as, Cruise is missing. As far as the 25 greatest actors of the 21st century so far. Mm. Who else is in that top five of the 25 greatest actors? The Rock. No. Oh. Tom Cruise. No. Nicole Kidman, Daniel Day-Lewis, Denzel Washington. Who else belongs there? That's not there. 25 years? That's not there. Meryl Streep. Maury just said Meryl Streep. Not Meryl Streep, Maury. She's not. Not Tom Hanks. Is it James Bond? The guy, uh, Daniel Craig? Not Daniel Craig. Well, I guess they have to have bodies of work. I don't know. Keanu Reeves. Oh, come on. Really? <laughs> no joke. Keanu Reeves is number four? <laughs> Man. Keanu, okay, Keanu Reeves. Here's my thing with Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves may not be the best actor ever. I, I, okay? I do but not Keanu concede. Reeves, I want to recount of that. Okay, but Keanu Reeves may be the most consistent actor ever. And he is having that big renaissance and everything else, and he's... I guess, okay. but still. But, yeah. and, but you know what? That's the most Keanu thing to do. Thank you. Absolutely. You are 100%. Ahead of Nicole Kidman. You are 100% right. Ahead of Nicole Kidman, yes. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Megan, it's Roz and Mocha. How's it going? I'm doing well, thanks. How you doing? Good. So, um, this is the text that we got from Megan, Roz. Okay. OMG, I finally understand why Maury is called Damn It Maury. Maury does something that used to drive Roz nuts Now Roz does it and drives me nuts Oh no After binging the podcast now I caught myself doing it And when I did I'm like Damn it Maury (laughs) (laughs) Oh no What what did Maury used to do that drove me nuts And now I do it and it drives you nuts Okay so you know Maury logic is sort of like Half there but it's you listen to his description and you're like, no, oh, God, Maury, how did you get there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He says a thousand percent. <laughs> and you would always say, well, there's no such thing as a thousand percent. There is no such thing as a thousand percent. I have caught you saying it now, Roz. Really? Yeah. A thousand percent? Yeah. A thousand percent. And I'm like, come on, Roz. Yeah, I no. Know. I know. Hey, listen, I'm old, okay? <laughs> a thousand percent old. <laughs> so then. Then I was having a discussion with my boyfriend about when our dog had been out because he peed, and he, my boyfriend was like, you couldn't have just brought him out. And I'm like, thousand percent. He just went out and peed. And I'm like, oh, damn it, Maury. Okay, so, oh. okay. Hold on here. Hold, hold on here, though. Hold on here, though. Does this mean I'm so, rubbing off on you? No, 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 no. <laughs> so my, my, thing, my thing is this, okay, is that you, where I would really go in on somebody when they said, a thousand percent or 150 percent is when they're talking generally about effort they're talking about giving something okay and so if somebody says i'm going to go out there and give it a thousand percent i would always say that's impossible the max you can give is 100 percent okay now if we're talking about how something has increased something can increase by a thousand percent if if i now love something more than i did i could easily say i love this a thousand percent more than i did before because that's possible because you mm-hmm. loved it when it was at a hundred percent because i loved it when it was at a hundred percent you can you but can, now you love it even more you can multiply something but you can't you you can't this pro- sounds you, like a lot like how i try to rationalize things when i'm shut wrong your can mouth. I ask you, a question? <laughs> you shut it you've you what more? Uh, mathematically is yeah. there such a thing as a thousand percent so if you maury okay got your ass kicked every single day right 
And then what happened was next year, you got your ass kicked like a lot, like all day long, you got your ass kicked. Somebody could do the math on that and say Maury's ass kickings increased by 162% year over year. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So is there a limit to <laughs> right? how much ass kicking? Like, is now, there a limit? Now, if I said I'm going to kick Maury's ass... And I'm going to give it 150%. Somebody could then say, well, that's impossible because the max you can output is 100%. You can only give 100%. Now, if I kicked your ass using 100% of what I'm able to give, they could register the damage I've done on your body with my hands. Yes. Then I could come back with a sledgehammer. Oh. Okay, and I could really destroy you. That same doctor could look at the damage from my hands and then the damage from the sledgehammer and say that I've increased the damage to your body by like 250%. That would work. Seems like you've mapped this out. (laughs) (laughs) Megan, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Roz and Mocha show. We appreciate you. We love you for it. And between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? I was hoping you'd ask this because it used to be Roz. But it's changed to Mocha, not because of this, not because of this. It's Mocha, honestly, after binging the podcast on some long drives, you are the expert at the subtle troll job to Roz. Mm. And you you play the joke so straight that you trick him. Truth. (laughs) And convince him. I love the slow troll jobs, Mocha. I mean, you're also... Your energy is better than coffee in the morning and your absolute husband goals... But it's the troll jobs that I love. <laughs> I, I, le- I left the studio one day last week with no pants because Mocha tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, you totally look fine. I swear, everyone's going to think it's cool. Okay. <laughs> now, just, and, and just so everybody knows, okay, if I if my maths were off in all of that that I was just going through, don't at me, okay? I'm, I don't care. <laughs> at Ross Weston, by the way. Okay. R-O-Z-W-E-S-T-O-N. You can tweet me and tell me I'm right or tell me I'm wrong. I the, the reality is this, okay, you throw your tweet down a well because that's, <laughs> it's as good as tweeting it at me because I don't care. A thousand percent he doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. Love you, Megan. Uh, love you guys too. Take care. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Celebrate Thanksgiving in the States, that is. Yeah. It's a big weekend. Huge. Uh, football today. Food today. That's really what it's all about. Black Friday tomorrow. Oh, yeah. So, David Mori made some cold calls to talk food, to talk about what's on the table, what are your sides to folks in the U.S., specifically Mississippi, New Orleans, and South Carolina. <laughs> and here's how that went. <laughs> Ross, that's not what I look like after a Thanksgiving oh, dinner. When me. it comes to you and me, we are all 50 shades of gravy, baby. <laughs> Let's give them pumpkin to talk about. And for you, I'm all about that base. About that base. <laughs> oh, go stuff yourself. Oh, hey, wow. we're celebrating American Thanksgiving. Let's kick things off with a call to Mississippi. Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, what's on the table? What are we cooking? Turkey and dressing. What are the sides? Uh, we got ham. We got <sighs> deviled eggs. We got... Stream beans. Oh, we got Mexican dude. cornbread. Mm, really? This sounds fantastic. Sauce, ham. Okay. We got pecan pie, too. <gasps> pecan pie? <laughs> yes. Okay, if Chris, if I was coming to your place for dinner for Thanksgiving and I wanted to bring something, can I bring my special mac and cheese? 
Yes, we love mac and cheese. Oh, it's no. the South, man. Okay, in We're my in mac South. and cheese, in my mac and cheese is macaroni cheese, obviously, tuna, a hard-boiled egg, ketchup. I don't know about that one, but it all goes in the same place. <laughs> That's what I always say. All right, before I let you go, I got to get your best turkey impression. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, I don't celebrate holidays. But Thanksgiving's all about the food. Um, I fast on Thanksgiving, but thank oh, you, though. Jeez. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and from Mississippi, we're heading west to New Orleans. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> Who is here? It's Maury from the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, everything all right? Yeah, what are you cooking? Turkey, turkey. Anything else? What are the side dishes? I'm cooking turkey, I'm cooking ham, and gumbo. What's gumbo. in gumbo? Call me back. I'm busy right now. Call me back. <laughs> okay, but I just... Uh, oh, hello? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, and same to you. Thanksgiving is all about the food. you got to tell me what you're making this year for Thanksgiving. Well, I did gumbo dressing, mm. sweet potato pie, mm. mustard greens, and mm. cornbread. Mm. Oh, honey, can I please fly there from Canada? Oh, 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 why did the farmer have to separate the chicken and the turkey? I, I don't know. Okay, he sensed foul play. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh. And now we're heading to South Carolina. <laughs> she did not like that one. No. Hello. Hi, how are you? Happy Thanksgiving. Same to you. You got to tell me what you're preparing this year. Turkey and collard greens and rice, macaroni. Macaroni. Okay. I have the best macaroni. Can I tell you my macaroni secret? Tell me. It's normal macaroni and cheese. Then you add a hard-boiled egg, tuna, and ketchup. Oh. Oh, well, okay. So how about I package <laughs> that up and bring that over as a guest? Nope. <laughs> Hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thanksgiving is all about the food. What are you preparing this year? What are some of the, the awesome dishes you're making? Cranberries. Yeah. Uh, sweet potato casserole. Mm. Lo- still love the turkey and dressing, even though sometimes uh, that, that, that's been around for years and years. Very good. Now, can I get your best turkey impression? I guess I can try. <laughs> what did the turkey say to the computer? Uh, I have no idea. Google, Google. That's exactly what he should have said. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. We're talking about U.S. Thanksgiving, and I totally forgot, dude. Totally forgot to play for you. What has become an instant classic. And we played the hell out of this last year. But when talking about U.S., and how serious they are about Thanksgiving, about the food, especially about the sides. A big topic that comes up every single year is always the mac and cheese. Yep. And if you go on Twitter right now, mac and cheese has been trending all night, overnight, up until right now. 
because people are excited about mac and cheese. People have started preparing for their mac and cheese. People are very particular about People their have mac been and posting photos of their baked macaroni and cheese that's already done. See, I don't bake my mac and cheese. Let me tell you, bro. Some of these pictures. I know. So I know. Good. The I know. one thing I have not been able to find, though, yeah. in all these tweets, nobody is giving up their recipe for mac and cheese. Isn't that wild? It's so secretive with families. And really, the only people that eat it are the people in your family. And you keep that secret from your own family. And they will flex so hard about how amazing their mac and cheese is. Look at this picture. Look at the consistency. Yeah. yeah. But they will never share a recipe. Isn't that wild? Last year, a clip went viral of this auntie that was hella mad because right. <laughs> her niece was tasked with making right. the mac and cheese. But her niece decided to... Mess not with go with the original plan, the original recipe, yeah, and add her own kind of flavor to it. Add yeah, she something made it else. her own. And Auntie was not happy at all. Since you f***ed up the macaroni and cheese, you're cleaning up all these by yourself. <laughs> Junior, Dejan, nor me, I'm going to help you clean up. We told you don't put that in the macaroni and cheese, but you insist on putting it. So since you want to do things your damn way, we're going to do we get ready to go upstairs and go to sleep while you clean up all this <laughs> Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We love you. But guess what? This ain't fair that we couldn't even get a decent thing of macaroni cheese. We got to wait and go back to Goose. But he came in to make us some damn macaroni and damn cheese. Because you decided to do some bullshit you didn't see off the damn internet. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. You experiment by your damn self. Hell, don't try it with us. We don't want that shit. <laughs> That's right. It's because she put cream cheese in it, right? I forgot about that. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. Don't you experiment on Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on damn Thanksgiving. Don't experiment on Thanksgiving. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, look who decided to show up to work. What? Who, me? I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I was like, where else I got to be? I understand if I had some big fantastic uh, life. <laughs> you know, but I got nowhere else to be. I've been looking forward to this since I left on Friday. Oh. No, I'm kidding. I had a great weekend. Yeah? Man, oh, oh man. Oh, did you go to the mall? I bet uh, you did. Everybody no, did. No, I didn't. I didn't do anything. You didn't go to the mall? No. You didn't go grocery shopping? Well, yeah, I went grocery shopping because we can always go grocery shopping. I know, but like... But no, you know, I didn't extra, do... Uh, buy extra no. groceries. No. Because this was the weekend that everybody was out. No, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. You had people. I went uh, to the, uh, I went to, I went and bought my regular things at the grocery store. Yeah. And I'm going to go again today. You don't want to go to the mall to buy like a shirt? No. Or pants? No. No? No. Oh. When have you ever seen me with new pants? Quite, <laughs> I was question. Never. Right? Never. Ever. Ever. Right? I have no business in a mall anymore. I used Apparently to love everybody going to the did, mall. everybody did though. It's Everyone crazy. Had, had a lot of business going to the mall. It's crazy. Everybody between between people at the mall and yeah. people protesting downtown. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait for those numbers to spike in two weeks. Yeah. Listen, there's so it's so jacked up, man, and all these new rules. I was reading what's what 
in Winnipeg, what they're doing with the Walmart, where you can go in and buy certain things, but you can't buy like non-essential things. So they yeah. have they have, ca- wrap, they have right? caution tape and saran wrap over like children's clothing and stuff. And then other stores, like if you are a sort of small store, what I don't understand is this. So if you are a small store, but you sell certain things, right? Like mm-hmm. let's just say you're you, some of the things you sell are essential vitamins and this kind of thing, right? But in that store, you also sell something that is like non-essential. Um, Chocolate bar. A tea towel. Sure. Okay. I love uh, vitamins on it, right? It goes well with the vitamins. It's all uh-huh. brand whatever, right? So okay. you, can, you can sell the vitamins, but you're not allowed to sell the tea towel. So, but somebody can come into the store and buy the vitamins. Mm-hmm. They cannot purchase the tea towel. No. But they can go to their car and call you and say, hey, can I buy that tea towel? And then they'll say, hey, curbside pickup. Curbside pickup. <laughs> and then you're like, guess what? I'm already at the curb. Yes, right? It's like <laughs> I, I spent so much of my weekend trying to actually like figure out all the all the rules and stuff. And, and, I don't, and I don't even know. And I don't even know. Catherine had to do curbside pickup last night. At, uh, she had to go to Michael's. Uh-huh. To pick something up and had to do curbside Yo, pickup. You've been spending a lot of money at Michael's. Lately. Oh my God! Tell me about it. Well, so you got There's a, a lineup outside Michael's. You got you got an eleven year old kid at home. Michael's is your lifeline, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, that's it. Like everything is everything is Michael's. I had to go to three different stores to get fresh cranberries. Everyone's out of fresh cranberries. Is it what? When is cranberry season? I don't even. Is like does that I matter thought, or it doesn't matter? Well, I don't no, know. I thought cran- Are you no. sure? I thought cranberry season's like in the summertime. Well, well, then I did find a place that had only organic fresh God, cranberries. God, would you pay for those? Three ninety nine for a tiny little little handful of cranberries. What do you need fresh cranberries for? My, oh, th- thank you for asking. My famous uh, pumpkin really cranberry loaf. Oh, your famous what? <laughs> my, my world famous. Serves you right, man. Serves you right. Yeah. What are you making a pumpkin? A pumpkin what is cranberry it? loaf. Pumpkin cranberry loaf. Uh, oh. No wonder Matthew's mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So the barbecue jabroni. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy's uh, just reckless now, huh? I, yeah, I know, I know. I wanted to, I wanted to really, sub, like, just, I don't know. Well, now he's being. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Now he's out of hand. So the barbecue joint out in Etobicoke opened again yesterday, and the bylaw officers showed up and they handed him a bunch of fines. Um, to break down exactly, sort of how extreme this could get as far as what he could owe in fines. Uh, We talked to Megan Gray at Toronto Police. The fines uh, depend, there are different fines for individuals and there are different fines uh, for corporations. So when it comes to an individual, the uh, fines range from $10,000 to $100,000 in some cases. Uh, They can also uh, go all the way up to $500,000. When it comes to the corporation, uh, the fines start at $10,000 and can go up to $10 million. So, but he's saying that he's going to open up again this morning. So Toronto police are aware of uh, the announcement that uh, there could be another reopening uh, today and uh, we will have uh, officers on site to respond when it's necessary. Now let's go to the politicians. Uh, Doug Ford chiming in. Buddy, let me tell you something. You need to shut down. You're putting people's lives in jeopardy. Thug Ford's like, yo, tag me in. Tag me in. uh, 
and his tag Buddy, partner. Let me tell you something. You need to shut down. You're putting people's <laughs> lives in jeopardy. <laughs> I love it. Uh, John Tory also commenting on the idea that he may open again today. People who choose to flout the law in my book should have in my in my book should have the book thrown at them, and should have every consequence uh, that we can possibly muster. Uh, and again, that will be in the discretion of the law enforcement people in the end. Uh, but uh, I think that that message should be loud and clear to those people that uh, it is not going to be a countenance. It's not going to be put up with, and they oh. shouldn't be doing it. They're showing disrespect for the law, but they're also showing disrespect for all the other people who live in the city of Toronto and for their health and well-being. It is a disgrace, quite frankly, that people would do that. I'm still not entirely happy because that place, uh, you know, we should have found a way, and we're going to still look to find a way to have it closed at 11.01 if it was open at 11. Maybe 11 uh, uh, o'clock and 30 seconds. Oh, damn. <laughs> Challenge accepted, sir. Yo, why don't they just, like, take the license away and just shut the place down completely? They don't have a license. Oh. That's so how, how, that was the other part of the story is that he doesn't have a business license, so which also, me, which also means, as far as I know, that the restaurant uh, hasn't had a health inspection either. Wait, so how's he able to run a business without a business license? Uh, he had said that because when COVID happened, they were just sort of starting with that location and backlogs and they couldn't get the license together, but everything's in the process of doing it. I don't know, man. So it should be easier know. to shut the place down completely. I yeah, I don't know. I really don't. Shut her down. Shut her down. If there's any meat in the fridge, feel free to pass it on over on this side. I'll True. cook it up like, Don't weekend. get me wrong. I'm a little hungry. Right? Oh. Like if you're shutting down at 1101, it How? would take you probably oh, no man. traffic this time of day. It would take you probably like maybe 20 minutes to get here. 25. How good Let's just say. would a pulled pork sandwich oh. be right now? Bro, I'd kill. I'd just kill. a couple of them? I'd kill. Oh, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You see the story about the community fridge in Parkdale? No. So it's really beautiful. Like the whole notion behind it and the people behind it and what they're doing is it's really beautiful. So it's a fridge on the street yeah. that's plugged into like a business that it's in front of. And it's a community fridge so people can fill it with things. Oh, nice. And it's not like when you look at it, it's not like garbage. Like it's actual things that people would need. Mm -hmm. And you are as a sort of individual who is going through whatever you may be going through where you can't afford food or you can't eat or whatever it is, uh, you can go to the fridge and just take from the fridge. Okay. And it's wonderful. It's awesome. And there's a couple of them around the city, but the one in Parkdale just got shut down. Why? Because of a bylaw. Do you remember when you were a kid? And I, maybe your mom wasn't like this, or maybe you didn't grow up in the place like where I grew up. Okay. But I always knew as a kid, I have very clear memories, multiple memories of my mother warning me about the dangers of a fridge on the side of the road. No. You never got this warning from your mother? Constantly. Never. Like if I would ever go anywhere, my mom would always say, what do you do if you find a fridge? And I would always have to say, you don't go in it, Ma. And she would go, well, yeah, yeah, you're right. Say for safety reasons, because don't open the fridge, don't go in it, because once you go in, if that door closes, you're stuck in there. No, you're not. In those no, I'm old, saying that that's what your, your parents yes, are going to tell you. Yes, because old school ice boxes used to lock from the outside. Okay. Okay? But now if you go in a fridge and you close the door, you can just open the door, right? Like those old school fridges don't exist anymore. But that's what my mother was terrified that I would crawl into one day and then she would get a phone call that I died in a fridge. Right. So that's the bylaw that... Even now that exists that, today? That's, that's the bylaw of the abandoned fridge bylaw, and if it's for, for safety reasons, is what they cited to tell the Parkdale community fridge that they had to remove it or they would get fined. But these fridges that are left around, they're not 
abandoned fridge. Thank you. They're being used. They're, like, there's a purpose for these fridges yes. to be filled. Yes. For food to be taken out for those who need it and then for it to be replenished by the Absolutely. community. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there's no danger. Well, no. There's no. The, the only danger is that people who may be hungry get something to eat. People who may feel uh, embarrassed for asking for help don't have to. And people who have enough to give have a place to now do it. That's the danger. That's as dangerous as this gets. Yeah. And yet it shut down. And so now I guess they're looking for uh, somebody who can maybe host it on private property, like just stick it on your garage or something like that in Parkdale and just yeah. let people walk up your, walk up your driveway. Because didn't they do this with that guy that was making those shelters too? Didn't they shut him down? You know that they guy? Shut him down? Remember that guy who was making the shelters for the homeless? Yeah. Like wood insulated little tiny boxes really that, nice they, could, too, that yeah. they could sleep in. Yeah, he got shut down. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. The city shut him down? Yes, they did. Why? Because they were on, you're not allowed to build that stuff on public property. So now again, he had to then go looking for people oh, um, on, on, on private property who would be willing to house these tiny little structures. Like, there should right? be a pass. Come on, y'all. Dude, I'm like, telling you. Like, in an era where we're all supposed I'm to be looking you. after each other, taking care of one another. Yeah. Right? Being good. Like, yeah. especially going, like, the first time in history that we're all going into the holiday season like this. Yeah. The one time where people need people the most. Yes. To be compassionate. Yes. To be helpful. To be yes. loving. To be caring. Yes. This is the one time. Yes. Throw a pass. Yes. But no, Come on, man. your fridge has to go. That ain't cool. Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah. Your, fri your fridge has to go. That's the big problem right now. That's the problems that they're trying so to fix. So all the other fridges that are around I think, the city I think getting the other ones are okay because I don't down? actually know where the locations are, whether they're on private property. or I don't know those. I only know the story of the Parkdale uh, community fridge, which to me is just, it's sad. Yeah. Like you... Those, there used to be the uh, the free little library, those little booths where you could, you know, leave a book, take a book. Yeah, that's basically what it's like, right? Yeah. It's like those little, it's like it's the exact same sort of notion, only it's food and it's feeding people and it's helping people. But apparently the Jagovs in charge think that it's dangerous and that children are going to crawl into this fridge. You don't know the, the fridge food. is going to pop up somewhere. It has to. It has to. Parkdale's an awesome neighborhood. Somebody will find a way to put this on a little skip of private property and then, yeah. a and new then fridge it'll be fine. Will pop up. It'll, it'll be fine. I'm just saying With that. With even more food. Yes. This The headline for this and the story behind this is just gross, though. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Kevin Hart and Woody Harrelson have been in Toronto for about a month now, actually a little bit more than a month, filming their movie, Man from Toronto. And there's a guy in the city who is a huge, huge Kevin Hart fan and decided to spend his own money to try to get Kevin Hart's attention. <laughs> yeah, he put up a billboard. He went old school. I mean, he went viral for something very retro. He bought like a billboard on the side of a road that's like, hey, Kevin, and it worked. <laughs> Sonny, what's up, dude? It's Ron Zamoka. How are you? Not bad. How are you? So you're just as big of a Kevin Hart fan as I am. <laughs> but I don't know if I would put three grand into having a billboard put up over the city to get Kevin Hart's attention the way you did. Thank you. <laughs> should, I take it as a, should I take it as a compliment or as a dick? Well, listen, man, did it work? Oh, yeah, awesome, right? And me and uh, Kevin are friends now, so uh, $3,000. Oh, your best friends. Okay. So uh, when did the, the billboard go up, and how many days after the billboard went up did Kevin Hart reach out to you and DM you? I believe we put up the billboard sometime last week, late last week around Wednesday, Thursday, and within 48 hours we had his attention. We had over... 
a thousand reposts on Instagram. And yeah. that was the part of the plan that if we can make that happen and use the power of social media to ca- catch his attention, that's exactly what happened. We had, a, I believe, 1,100 reposts on Instagram. Wow. And uh, within within less than a day or two, I see him replying back and started following us on Instagram. And then since that day, we've exchanged so many messages on Instagram. So what are you saying? On t- what are you guys saying through DMs? I mean, it's, it's, it's a pretty uh, simple conversation. It's um, the first I sent, when I tagged him, the, the original post that he saw, he's like, hey, bro, where's my selfie? You know I'm a fan. And then he replies, man, this is dope as hell. Please DM me your number and I will arrange for sure. And then I, I, I gave him my number. And then from there onwards, uh, another message, I'm going to call you in a short while. And then later down, it, yeah, it just keeps going. I'm going to meet you uh, in next uh, few days when I'm off work. The schedule has been really nuts. Then I shared more that, hey, we're trending and we're going waddle. We're on every single news channel. It's like, you're my man. And then it just keeps going and going back and forth, back and forth like that. So right. has he called? He hasn't called you yet, though, right? No, he haven't. He hasn't called me yet. We exchanged like quite a lot, lots of messages on Instagram. No nudes, though, huh? so what's the plan for when you guys meet like what are you gonna say to him i know you're gonna be uh you're gonna be super excited but like what are you what are you hoping happens with this uh with this exchange now to be honest uh uh, i'll tell you a little bit about myself i'm a youtuber i've got about a five or six million followers myself on on uh between Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. So I'm a big fan of his stand-up comedy in my, in my content, or even between my family and friends. That's what I do. I, I, I roast people and I joke around. So the whole idea is to just exchange a few jokes. You know, I wanted to learn the art of comedy from him. Uh, I, I watch his uh, uh, stand-up comedy, and it, it's, it's not just now. I've been watching stand-up comedy for years. So that's exactly uh, I, I, I wanted to. I want to crack some jokes with him. And, you know, if, if I'm lucky, I'll ask him, hey, you know, I know it's COVID-19, but can we pull the mask down and take a picture so that I can put that picture back on billboard and uh, just drop the mic and tell haters, hey, I did it. So I'm, I'm getting I'm getting the sense that you don't so much want a selfie with Kevin Hart. You want to be Kevin Hart's best friend. Well, I mean, there, there's no way he's going to be my best friend. Just let, let's make it very clear. <laughs> I wanna, the guy off his caliber, there is no way. He won't even... He won't even consider me my friend, but you know, I'm brown. I'll make my way to self. Once we know somebody's name, we make it happen. Bro, you're my friend. <laughs> Yo, Sonny, so once you get that photo with Kevin Hart, are you going to replace the billboard that you have right now? Oh, that, that, oh okay. You, you know, so you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Oh, oh you just got to wait because how much love and hate I got, I owe this to the haters. I'm going to put the new picture back right up and I'm going to throw a mic. I'm going to literally put up a picture when I'm throwing you, dropping a mic is like, here you go, mic drop, here you go, haters. Why here's, you, my, here's my selfie with Kevin Hart. Why were you getting hate? I had no idea that this will happen, and people are always like, oh, you're using serve money. <laughs> like, I never took the serve. <laughs> you're I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to do I don't, I don't, I mean, before you comment, Google me at least, <laughs> right? People thought that you spent your serb money to... Put up a billboard just to go meet and Kevin read the Hart. comments. I, like <laughs> my my wife banned me to go online and read those comments. She's like, "You're just gonna get depressed or go back to your country." 
Come back. What country? I've been here all my life. <laughs> Yo, Sonny, thanks so much for joining us on the Raza Mocha Show. You put up that billboard to get Kevin Hart's attention, uh, to get a selfie. He replied to you, and the selfie is going to happen. The The meetup is definitely going to happen, and you guys have now been exchanging messages like for, for almost a week now, right? Yes, and we're still not best friends yet, though, but, you know, we're brown, so I'm going to make sure this happens. Gotcha. Well, thank you very much. It's an honor to be on the show, and I'm a big fan, long-time fan. Thank you very much for having me. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hey, Leanna. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. Good. What's going on? Uh, So my sister was cheated on, and I need help on how to be there for her. Oh, yeah. no. Uh, You said this. Roz and Mocha fixed my life. My sister just found out her husband has been cheating on her, and they have split. They are currently separated and talking about getting a divorce. I'm just looking for some advice on how I can help her through this, uh, and if if we have any advice um, to offer you. Hmm. Are there kids involved? No, no kids, thankfully. Okay. okay. How long were they together for? Not that it matters. He uh, cheated, but. So they were together for seven years, married for two. So your role as a sort of supportive sibling in all of this is number one, just like, just be there for her mm-hmm. and to find out, like, if she needs anything, like, if she needs somebody to go to the lawyer's office with her. If she needs somebody who, even to help find a lawyer, even to help find a lawyer, like all that, all that stuff. But I think as far as just emotional support, I think that you can play a very important role in this. And one is to um, be there with her and just sit and do the things that sisters do. So if you guys are going to just going to hang out and watch a movie and get drunk, do that. If you're going to watch The Bachelorette together, just do that. Like not everything has to be a way to get over it. Sometimes mm-hmm. you guys sometimes you guys just need to kick it. Um, I will say this. If you if you're going to offer her any advice, tell her to really wind down the amount of time she spends on social media during all of this. Okay. Okay. That's because social media is a place of where you see a lot of people leading lives that are much better than yours. And mm-hmm. social media is where you may see, you know, somebody who, you know, you can go and look, try and find the person that he was cheating with and you're going to do your own research. It's a terrible place to be mm-hmm. when you're going through something like this. So, oh, and especially going into the holidays. Going too. into the Exactly. Yeah. So tell her to stay off social media as much okay. as she can. It's no good. It is not healthy when you're going through any sort of breakup or divorce. And then the okay. other thing that I would say is you don't know how all this is going to pan out because feelings change. And Mm -hmm. I I would advise her to not go full on venting to anybody else but you about the cheating husband because the more people she tells that this guy is an absolute piece of garbage, she will then have to deal with if they decide to get back together. Back together. Yeah, and that's kind of where I am. Like, I don't want to make it, I don't want to get too far on like hating on him. Yeah. Just in case, because like it's so, it's much more complicated than you think it would be. Like, when you've been together for that long and there's Mm -hmm. feelings involved. That, you know, it's like a thought in the back of my head. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to, like, kind of bounce that line, too. Yeah, Leanna, I think the best thing you can do is to let her know, let your sister know, that you're there for her, for anything that she needs. Okay. And that she's going to be okay and that she's going to get through this. Offer some encouragement. Okay, that's kind of what we've been going with. So Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you guys are doing the right thing then. L- let her vent. Let her vent. But let her know that you're the one that she vents to. Okay. Okay. Okay, I like that advice, yeah. Has her ex-husband, like, tried to to call her or, like, try to get back with her or anything like that? No, he's, like, super strange, like, super out of character Mm. and has, like, said nothing. It's very odd. 
Okay. Like, he, hasn't even, like, really apologized or anything, which makes it so much, like, stranger is the, behavior. Is, is it but, a, is it a, was it a, a one-night stand, or is he, is, it, is he in a relationship? No, it was, like, a year long with multiple oh, different people. Oh, wow. So, oh, multiple. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite the shock, too, yeah. and he lied when she found out, so. Of course he did. How did she find out? Well, so it happened, I guess, a year ago. Mm-hmm. He had, like, a one-time thing, and they, like, talked through it, and got, she thought they, like, were moving past it. Yeah. And she had a feeling it was happening again, went through his phone and found, like, multiple people. <sighs> and and then, he, like, she confronted him and he, like, just denied it. And she's like, well, I have proof. So, like, now not only did you cheat it, but you're lying as well. So yeah. that made it all the worse. And, yeah, I don't know. It's very odd. He's, like, shut down completely. Yeah. It's, it's tough when you've gone through this multiple times and have forgiven somebody for it, you know? Yeah. Because you, you, you sort of forget to realize how important trust is and you start thinking to yourself well maybe i can you know maintain this relationship or build something new where trust isn't as important as it used to be like you start thinking these crazy thoughts you really Mm -hmm. you you really do and you have to keep her from thinking those thoughts you have to keep her focused on um on moving forward as opposed to trying to rebuild something that hurts so much because it's going to start to hurt a whole lot less and once it starts to hurt a whole lot less he's going to start looking a whole lot better yeah thank you okay Leanna yeah that helped a lot thank you and I just want to say a quick thanks to uh we lost our dad earlier this year I'm sorry uh you guys were like huge on like sometimes just like the only thing that like made me laugh or smile uh during the day so it was great so just want to say thank you because i don't think you guys do to help everyone thank you for listening sending so much love to you and your family thank you thank you so much bras and mochas fix my life on kiss hey are they letting ken jennings host jeopardy now is that the deal yeah the first few episodes yes what do you mean the first few episodes and then what he's like the temporary host until they figure out who the full host Uh, i think they're they're gonna keep him on i think they'll keep him on is, are we happy with that? I think it's fine. No. He doesn't really have a fun personality, in my opinion. He's not likable. He's oh, not, really? He, People hate him? No, yeah, that's not, I don't think... I, I like Ken... I like, I, no, I like Ken Jennings. I think there's a difference between liking somebody and somebody being likable. Mm-hmm. I don't think Ken Jennings, is, Ken, Ken Jennings is charming. And I think that he's had ample opportunity to sort of be charming, but I don't think he is charming. I think he was a great contestant because he came out there and was just a machine yeah. and didn't need to be charming. But well, I don't, he was I there don't, for a different purpose, right? Exactly. Um, but I don't believe that Ken Jennings is the right choice. Even if they go with him, I mean, Jeopardy's mm-hmm. still going to be Jeopardy. Uh, who else do you get? That becomes the question. But uh, executive producer Mike Richards says, Alex believed in the importance of the show and always said that he wanted it to go on after him. will honor his legacy by continuing to produce the game that he loved. So... When Jeopardy does resume production on November thirtieth, mm-hmm. yeah, because they got because they have Alex Trebek episodes up until Christmas. Yeah, oh, sorry, new ones start airing in January. Yeah, yes. so then the new one they'll have they'll need uh, they need to to have episodes ready to go. Right? So they're going to be rolling with guest hosts, mm. and first up is Ken Jennings. Have they Which, announced anybody else? They no. They used oh. Ken in categories, like they were sort of yeah, seeing well, how they, he well, would they, do. They, yeah, they brought him on as a producer, so he uh. could sort of get to know how the show works and no, everything he else. he was like, also on categories, like he, was, he would, I guess, no, 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 say yeah, some no, of the questions. No, he's an employee, though. It's not yeah. like he's not an employee. He's been an employee of Jeopardy for a while now Yeah. Um, to sort of get him used to this because they knew that they were going to lose Alex. But, God, I don't know. What does this do to the value of my Ken Jennings bobblehead? 
What? Absolutely nothing. How much did you pay for it? No, no, I I got it for free. Oh, then zero. It's still zero. (laughs) (laughs) It's still. It's still. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, Serge Ibaka, Marcus All. Oh man, both off to LA. Both off to LA. One to the Clippers, one to the they one to the, the Lakers. They're gonna go and hang with our ex, Kawhi. Yeah, yeah I know. I man. know. Probably gonna talk about us. Uh, so Serge's full statement. I won't read the whole thing, but he's 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 a Please bit don't. busted up about it. Uh, how to explain what Toronto oh, Canada on. and whoa, the Raptors whoa, whoa, mean to me? What? Before you keep playing. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. How to explain what Toronto Canada and the Raptors mean to me? I was welcomed to a new country and a new team more than three years ago. And I felt at home from day one. I feel really blessed to have played for this city, these fans, and this organization. The love I have received during this journey, I will never forget. I want to thank Larry Tenenbaum and MLSE and the whole Toronto Raptors organization. It is a really great organization that takes care of its players. And I'm thankful that I became an NBA championship, an NBA champion with them. I've had great teammates from front office and staff next to me. And of course, a fan base that is second to none. So thank you, Toronto. Thank you, Canada. And thank you, Raptors. I am one of yours forever. Hashtag we the North. I thought you said you weren't going to read the whole thing. <laughs> I decided I was going to. I changed my mind. Come on, man. I, I didn't know where to end it. Like, it hurts. It still hurts. It stings. That's a big one, huh? Yeah. Because he's so, he's such personality too, right? Yeah. He he's, was much more than the surge that we knew on the yeah, court. Yeah, I know. He's, uh, he like really. Like Marcus that, that one doesn't sting as much. No. Because I only know him as his on-court Performance. Yeah. The guy every, was there, right? Absolutely. Every now and then you get a player who brings identity to an organization. And Serge was one of the people that brought identity to the Raptors while he was there. And you've seen it in other sports and you've seen it on other NBA teams before, where it's just that one guy. They're not the best. They're not the star, but they are the identity of, mm. of that team. And uh, Serge Ibaka was definitely that and uh, missed that guy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> hey, Mocha. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready? Uh. Let's do the news. A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Well, it's here. Monster has arrived. Justin Bieber and Sean Mendez. Sounds like this. But what if I, what if I And uh, Justin Bieber, not happy with Google. Why? So I guess what happens when you do a Google image search of Justin Bieber. Yeah. And he did it. He doesn't like the pictures that show up first. Ooh. Because they're. Yo, let me do this. All terrible pictures when he was like battling Lyme disease and looking disheveled. And so this is Justin Bieber talking about Google. This is so frustrating considering I took a lot of time to get healthy and feel as though like people try to live. 
legitimately sabotage me. Now watch. All of the top photos are me looking disheveled, right? I was obviously going through a tough time, but it's like these are the photos that the media tries to run with. It's frustrating me. I wish they would change it. I've asked them to change it. I've done a lot of photo shoots since then, and they don't have to put these photos, but they do. And I'm, I just, I don't know why. So I'm looking, and yeah, this is uh, not the Bieber that we that we know now. These are all the mustache Biebers. Yeah. And so there's some like current stuff, like I don't know, maybe his Google's different from mine. I and, and that and that happens. Like when you depending on where you are, you can Google things and your searches will be completely different from my searches depending yeah. on where you are in the world. Could be a hell of a lot worse. If you Google search me, it's a naked photo of me squishing a watermelon with my thighs. That's true. And what winds up happening is I and I'm not a hundred percent sure exactly why pictures are ranked the way they are but i know it has something to do with it, it like it's it's clarity it's not a lot of metadata but it's whether the um naming of the picture matches perfectly with the actual image and also how often that picture is used on sites mm -hmm. and how popular those sites are so if you look at those pictures of justin bieber because that was a big story when he was going through lyme disease and it was picked up everywhere that's the picture that all these places used gotcha. and therefore that is the picture that is actually the most popular so a lot of the websites that these photos are attached to are like usa today and Billboard and Pop Sugar and People and Vanity Fair and the BBC and exactly. Variety and the New Yorker and, and Forbes. Yeah. So like these are big, yes. big major outlets. Yes. That these pictures are attached to. They right? are. And and that's the and that's part of it. And it also matters whether the picture originates in one place and those people pull that picture from that place. Yeah. Or if these individuals are posting the individual picture themselves. Gotcha. And so there's all sorts of different metrics and rules as to why things wind up there. Yeah. But you just said it. I mean that was the most popular because it was such a big story. And, and some it's of these pictures are like on some of these sites that I've I've labeled or yeah. I've mentioned. Uh, some of the pictures are the same. So, yeah, they could be... It is the same picture. That's the... Taken that's, from wherever, right? And it's not because they're cruel, but because it was such a huge story yeah. is, uh, is the reason why behind that. Uh, Cardi B is slamming critics after being named Billboard's Woman of the Year. Yes, I am a Woman of the Year. And for you, Cardi B, was like, but she only got one song. Yeah, I got that song. You know, um, the one that sold the most, the one that streamed the most, the one that had Republicans crying on Fox News about it, um, the one that have a song that's about to be six times platinum in three months, the one that has your grandma popping her on TikTok, yeah, wow. that one. Jesus wow. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> you say it, Cardi B. Uh, Go ahead. Um, did you see that um, press conference yesterday with Rudy Giuliani on YouTube? Did you watch any of that? No, Yo, why is he melting? Because... <laughs> Like, I, I don't even, I can't even get into what they were talking about because it's just, it's too wild. It's too wild. Like, if they're telling the truth, they're talking about voter, voter fraud and ties to Venezuelans, to Chavez. Not and, sweat management? And everybody else. Not sweat management. Okay. But if, if they're lying, they will go, you know, they'll lose their careers and be disbarred and everything else. And if they're not lying, then people will investigate and they'll figure it all out. So let's not talk about that. Let's talk about the fact that on a very important day, Okay, where you're going in front of the world's media and you got to make a point. Um, he uses temporary hair dye. Mm -hmm. 
and he started sweating and his he was leaking brown all over himself and it doesn't matter he could have dropped the biggest bombshell at that press conference yesterday and it wouldn't have mattered because the foolishness and narcissism of somebody to go up there with everything that is important to him that he felt that he had to tell the world you use a temporary hair dye no and you start sweating under those lights now that's not the worst of it so he's nobody up there okay if this is your crew and this is your team and i see you and you start leaking okay i know i'm telling you Uh i'm gonna tap you on the shoulder and be like bro Wipe. Wipe. Not one of those people on that stage told him that he was leaking. And if you notice, he wiped with the same tissue that he blew his nose with. Now, here's the other weird thing. And maybe this is an old guy move. You know, old guys always have like that. The handkerchief? The handkerchief. Uh Okay. So if you watch him at the beginning of the press conference when he's standing off to the side, he blows his nose. Uh Now, Normal humans, when you blow your nose with something, you take it off your face and you fold it inwards. So whatever comes out of your nose is folded in. Okay? Don't tell me this is going to be something gross. Rudy Giuliani blows his nose. Yeah. And then folds it outwards. Yeah. Okay? And then, and then starts wiping his face with the ah, same gross. with the same cloth that he just blew his nose with. You are disgusting, man. Okay? Come on. How do you not know you're doing that? Yeah, also, you're not going to win. Right? <laughs> like, come on, bro. How do you not know you're, you're doing that? Old guy. Maybe he was huh? very nervous. Bro, must have been nervous. I, Giuliani doesn't get nervous. There was one me. of the uh, one of the newspapers in the states. I can't remember which one, but the headline had a picture of him yeah. melting, and the headline read Uzi Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. There was a lot of my cousin Vinny trending yesterday. That's what happened to him. Remember? But why not just go and get a go to the drugstore? Have one of your people go to Walgreens and grab a. Medium brown, medium to dark brown. You have nine hairs on your head. This is going to take you all of 20 minutes Uh total, right? And just put a permanent in there or a semi-permanent. It's going to kind of wash out. It'll wear out. It'll look a little bit more natural. But this temporary hair dye that you get in a can and you spray it on there or use a toothbrush and you comb it through. Ugh. It's, it's so irresponsible. Yeah, you idiot. You idiot. <laughs> You're such an idiot. Uh, the first Batman comic sold for a record what, Mocha? So this was 1939's Detective Comics. Yeah. And it was the comic that had made the first appearance of the Batman. It okay. was, I'm trying to remember what number it was. It was number 27. So it's Detective Comics number 27 in 1939. This is an unrestored copy of this comic. It rated a 7.0, So, and that's probably, probably the highest. There's only like three in the world that have ever scored a 7.0 oh. uh, this high for an unrestored version. And I'll tell you this, the last record broken for this exact same comic was $1,075,000. That was 10 years ago. I was going to say like 2 million bucks. 2 million bucks. Yeah. 1.5. Oh, wow. Somebody paid 1.5 for the very, I guess what would be the first Batman comic, the first comic that Batman ever made an appearance in. Uh, Megan Fox, delightfully uninterested at the American Music Awards last night. That's sort of, that's sort of her thing. She's just never, she never seems like she wants to do anything. Like, uh, I, one but of that's those. one of the things that makes Megan Fox, Megan Fox. She's always been that way. It's like she, you know, you, you, you get dressed up, you get the dress, you show up, 
you know all your lines, but while you're doing it, you give off the sort of illusion that you would like to be anywhere else right. but exactly where you are. But yeah, again, I guess I'm here. That's whatever. what makes Megan Fox Megan Fox. So she came out last night to uh, introduce uh, Machine Gun Kelly, her boyfriend. Once in a lifetime, magic can happen. For this next performer, we've all been under his spell since his debut in 2012. Performing Bloody Valentine and My Ex's Best Friend, joined tonight by Travis Barker, it's Machine Gun Kelly. It's <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, I guess, whatever. Here he is. Do your thing, babe. I love it. That's why we love Megan Fox. Yeah. So how was the Machine Gun Kelly performance? Oh, it was good, man. It's, Listen, you, what'd, you, what'd you say, Maury? You didn't like it? It's Listen. so hot. Oh, he's so hot. Oh, yeah. I didn't oh. say, how did he look in them jeans? I said, how was the performance? Same thing. Same diff. Yeah, I ain't mad. Whatever. So is he not a rapper anymore? What's the deal with Machine Gun I don't Kelly? think so, man. All of a sudden, when he sings, he has a British accent. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Well, there you go. So, I don't know. I don't know. So, he's not a rapper anymore, right? I guess not for this album. So, he's just like or a like rock star now. now. Yeah. yeah, interesting. I don't mind it. He's good. But, yeah, you can hear his influences. He's definitely influenced by, like, a lot of Brits who sing that way. And yeah. But then again, those Brits, when they sing, they sound like American. You know, Paul McCartney never sounded English. No, but I don't understand right? when you talk like, like an American and then you sing and all of a sudden you're British. It's an attitude more. It's an attitude. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> Undertaker showed up last night at uh, Survivor Series 30 years after he made his debut at Survivor Series all those years ago uh, and bid his farewell in character. My time has come. It. The Undertaker rest in peace. <laughs> and then the crowd went nuts. Yeah, thank you, Taker. And he did his salute where he got down on one knee. Yeah. And he raised his arm. Like he did back in the day yeah. when his manager, Paul Bearer, would hold up the urn where right. Undertaker gets his powers from. Yeah, when he'd get that, we'd put that purple glove on. And a hologram of Paul Bearer, who passed away in 2013, yeah. appeared. And everybody went nuts. Really, yeah? Yeah. I'm seeing so many tweets today. I was reading. People the, who were like, yeah. they were getting super emotional. Of course. And I was reading the People magazine article that they did on uh, Undertaker yeah. and, his, and his family. He's 55, right? Yeah. And it's a good age to to cut it back, to sort of hang it up. But I, one thing that I did like is I liked that Undertaker said goodbye in character. Like he was saying goodbye to the character. He didn't come out as the guy and do his final farewell. Right. As, not, Mark as Mark Calloway. Right. He came out as Undertaker. So I thought that was really great. Um, but yeah, I would say that not only as a wrestler, but I was thinking about this. Undertaker is one of the great characters in wrestling, no doubt. Mm -hmm. But he may be one of the best, at least on a list, not at the top, but he's one of the best television characters, I would say, the past 30 years. Oh, wow. Okay. 
Even with all his changes. Even with all the changes. That the character, character Because the character, yeah. it, it came full circle, right? Yeah. And even with all the changes and everything else, but I think that that Undertaker, like the dead man that everybody knows, yeah. I think it's such a fantastic television character mm-hmm. that it really, it's it's like, you know, it's it transcends so much that it's bigger than wrestling. Like, everybody knows The Undertaker. Like, yeah. it's stupid. Like, people have no idea what wrestling is. You know, they know The Undertaker. Even if they think it's a goof, they still know The yeah. Undertaker. And that's why it makes sense that you see still trending today. Yeah. Hashtag thank you, Taker. Yeah. So, I guess according to, like, a Google search yesterday, everybody started to think that Rihanna was going to be in Black Panther too. What? And then they, I think it was E! News that came out and confirmed that she was not. I guess when you Googled Black Panther 2... Yeah. The pictures came up of what the cast was. Like, it was just, like, from a Google search. Black Panther 2. Okay. And Rihanna was one of the people pictured in that top row of pictures. So people just automatically assumed that Rihanna was in Black Panther 2. Oh, yeah. Weird. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You see that? Yeah, Yeah. There she is. Yeah. Isn't that weird? But it's is not it, happening. Is it because the young lady that plays Black Panther's younger sister kind of looks like Rihanna? Maybe. It may be one of those. I don't know. I don't know what the explanation is, but they said <laughs> it's not happening. So okay. don't get your hopes up there. Uh, Donald Trump is finally accepting the transition of power to Joe oh, Biden. He is. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Oh, he's not. Okay. Here's the thing. He's not. The federal agency overseeing the handover, quote, must do what needs to be done. Okay. <laughs> the general, what does that mean? So basically what they've done is they've allowed the General Services Administration, the GSA, um, to acknowledge that Joe Biden is a, quote, the apparent winner. Uh-huh. And this came right after Michigan's vote was officially certified. And the GSA announcement means that um, Joe Biden now has access to top security briefings office space and government officials as he prepares to take office January 20th. So he can so start moving his stuff in? St- yeah, he can start sort of, they can start now with getting organized and getting ready. All right, get so, all that IKEA furniture yes, in there. Yes, you can. It takes a long time to build. It's a big house. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, the Bay is going to be closed today. Oh, but I really wanted to go for shopping in Pusateri's. I know. This whole thing is just so wild. And then when people started pointing out that the bay was open yesterday, people started calling them narcs. (laughs) (laughs) As if if the bay was going to be able to sneak under the radar and and stay open without without anybody noticing. (laughs) But I guess they tried to pull it off because, you know, the bay on Queen has like a Pusateri's in the basement. Yeah. Beautiful, by the way. They tried to say that it was like they were a grocery store. Mm. Right? Yeah, I need for, for one day. I need that expensive mustard. And don't get me wrong. Like, again, man, like, I see no difference between Home Depot and the Bay. Yeah. Do you, you, would, you would fail miserably trying to explain to me the difference between Home Depot and the Bay. For real. Home Depot does not have a Pusateri's. Okay, no, I, exactly. <laughs> I know. What do they have? They have uh, Harvey's, right? Yeah, <laughs> and the yeah, subway, And the subway, right? yeah. Subway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Maybe like, that's how you're, Home you're, Depot got around it. Like, okay, so, you know, a valve for the sink, I get, you know, a couple of washers and stuff like that. You know, you got a leak, it's the winter, you don't want it. It's all that stuff is essential. But you can't tell me that children's winter boots at the Bay are not essential. Or like expensive mustard at Pusateri's. Or, or, or expensive mustard at Pusateri's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what if I, I, I need, I, I will know, only accept, listen, it's tough times, okay? I need a $23 mustard. Yeah. Okay, and you can't tell me that that's, that that's excessive. No. It's okay, that's my mustard of choice. 
They don't have it anywhere else. You shouldn't be able to put a price on taste. Thank you. On a delicious sandwich. Thank you. That's what they're saying. So anyway, so the bay is closed today. They tried to get around it with the whole Pusateri's angle. It didn't work. Uh, Grammy nominations out today at noon. Oh, yeah. You looking forward to that at all? Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to get them all? I don't know. Taylor Swift, The Weeknd. Um, Who else? Megan Thee Stallion. Megan Thee Stallion for sure. Marin Morris. Yep. Most likely. She's always up there. But yeah, I think Bieber. I think Bieber will get some. I don't. At all? No. Not for this last album? No, I don't think so. I think you will. You think so? Yeah. I, I mean, I know nothing about music, so take my opinion for what it is. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, so what's going on with that barbecue joint in Etobicoke? I'll tell more you, ribs today you know, or what? Yeah, so he 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 said again. He goes Etobicoke, eleven a.m. to sold out. Dine in, and this is meaning today. Oh. So he got shut down yesterday, and I just i i want to get behind the sort of notion of supporting business owners. And the problem with this guy is that he's such a douchebag. He's taking it too far he's, now. No, he's such a douchebag. You like thing. he opened up yesterday and he had every opportunity to sort of build a case for himself and for other small businesses by doing the right thing. Yeah. He should have allowed people to come in and you should have walked and you said, listen, man, you can take measuring tape, measure these tables. Look at all this plexiglass. Every single human being comes into this place is going to be wearing a mask. Look at everything else. And he didn't do that. No. Right. He was walking around yesterday and there's people standing there with no masks on inside and he refers to it jokingly as uh, you know civil disobedience yeah. like can't help it like these guys i don't know there's a little civil, civil disobedience going on no man and okay even the people that no uh, that showed up i don't know if they were his friends or co-workers or employees just the, were just being um super aggressive and rude every, with everybody everything yes everybody there right yes. like all the media that, that, that went out even the police officers that went out um to shut the place down yes. they were just like being extremely rude as opposed to to your point showing the steps he gave that them they've, he, exactly they could have been taken he, he was like he became the reason why people need to shut down his barbecue joint is the equivalent of a party in a storage locker yeah right you, you could have done it right you could have done the right thing and we asked him to come on the show because I was we were curious and he's like before I come on the show I need to know how you support where you lie on your opinions on covid and we're like we don't what, what opinions do we have just come on and talk to us about why you want to open up your barbecue place yeah. thinking that he would say what's the sell thinking that he would say listen man as a small business I've invested so much money to make sure everybody that comes in this place as is all safe. other business as owners all have other said businesses have in said, the past nine months right and he didn't this guy's not your champion no. at all. At all. So he says he's going to open at 11 today. Yeah. You know, I'm sure the police will be there quickly after, shortly uh, after. Roz and Mocha Q&A. All right, time to answer some questions, fellas. Uh, hey, Matthew. Hello, hello. What's up, dude? It's Roz and Mocha. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. And just to be uh, clear, this is not Damn It Maury's husband, Damn It Matthew. This is a different Matthew. I uh, can confirm, yes. Okay. Say what? Can't you can you can tell this guy sounds happy? Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> you want to get into this right now, Maury? <laughs> like, wow. I kid because I love. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Matthew, go ahead. Um, so my question is, uh, could you sleep in jeans comfortably, um, like with a cover over you and all? 
Yes, oh, I yeah. do it all the time. Oh, all the time? I, I do, have. I, I do like, it all I've the time. I've fallen asleep in jeans uh, and then just like get into the bed with those jeans and pull the covers over. Yeah. yeah, I could. All the time. It's what I do every day for my nap. Yeah. You've, you've said many times that you put your pajamas on as soon yeah. as you no, get home. No, but since I got a dog and I get super lazy, I now lie in my full, like what I'm wearing right now yeah. for nap time, not nighttime. Nap yeah. time, I'll wear this mm -hmm. so that when he wakes me up, I can literally just go. Right, and go walk the dog. Yeah, right. I sleep in jeans all the time. Really? All the time. Even like throughout the evening? Uh, like if I fall asleep? Mm -hmm. Like yeah. will you get up from the couch? Let's say you fell asleep on the couch, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then you get up to go to bed. Would you change your clothes before you get into bed, or you would just be like, whatever, and just get into the bed with the jeans on? No, normally if I fall asleep on the couch, I stay on the couch. Oh, wow. Yeah. All right. But I'll just grab a blanket from the end of the, the couch and throw it over me. Uh, but if, if I'm, like, going for a nap during the day uh -huh. and I go into the bedroom, yeah, <laughs> I just leave my clothes on. Really? Even if I'm wearing a hoodie. Really? Yeah. Do you find that you yeah. feel crappier after you wake up? Like, you feel schmutzier? A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. If I, when I, because uh, I always, get, like, I, I find it cozy, right? Like, mm -hmm. I find it such an indulgence. Like, I, I, it's such a gift for me when I have the time where I could just run into the bedroom, just be fully clothed and just dive into the bed, where I have a thing that I do. It's a treat that I give myself in the bed. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Both of you shut up. Okay. Treat, guys. So here's the here's the treat that I give myself in the bed, uh -huh. and why? <laughs> Listen, non damn it, Matthew, shut up. Okay. <laughs> wait, 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 before we tell you a story, Matthew, do you can you sleep like comfortably in jeans? Absolutely not. You get way too hot. Oh wow. Okay. And you're just, you're just and not doing it right, bro. No, no, yeah, I get Hold all. On, I, get, I need to hear what get, Ross does get, in bed. I get, I get sweaty. So here's the treat that I give myself in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so on weekends, uh -huh. and then um, definitely like Friday night and Saturday night. Oh, yeah. Friday night and Saturday night are treat nights. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and um, Monday afternoons when I'm not doing uh, the TV show are also treat times. Okay. So I go into the bed. Yes. And I get under the covers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Fully clothed. Fully, or, or, or nude, whatever it okay. is, right? If it's Friday night, it's nude. Uh -huh. Catherine's in there too, right? And here's the treat that I give myself and where I feel so blessed and so lucky okay. is on those occasions, I can fall asleep not facing my phone. I allow myself to fall asleep the on the opposite that was side. That's such a disappointing story. And it's such a gift because so I instead don't, of falling asleep like on your left side, you can fall asleep on your right. The opposite. Instead or, okay. of falling asleep on my right, I you can, can fall now fall asleep, asleep on, on my left uh -huh. because I have such paranoia that I'm going to sleep through an alarm that when I go to bed, I lie on my side with my face about like four inches away from my phone, just in case. And just in case, and I will not flip over the other side because I'm terrified that if I'm on that side, I won't hear the I won't hear the alarm go oh, off. Oh wow! So that's my treat that I give myself. That was so like, when oh, that I go build down, up for that. When I go down for a nap, right? When I go down for a nap, I specifically lay on the other side, and I just feel so free. <laughs> like, I feel so free. Really? Yeah. yeah. What did you think I was going to say, Maury? Uh, anything other than only <laughs> face the phone. <laughs> so, Matthew, you find it extremely uncomfortable. Yeah, you can't sleep in jeans. They're way too way too constricting, like, especially if they're tight jeans. Like, you can't be comfortable in that. Oh, really, huh? Yeah, all my jeans are tight, and I sleep in them. <laughs> I, but I, I do feel gross when I wake up, though. It's always yeah, a mistake. 100%. Like it's always, it's always a mistake to fall asleep in jeans. But I do it constantly. Um, my jeans aren't supposed to be as tight as they are. Well, that, there's a lot of reasons for that. More <laughs> cheese being in the top five. <laughs>
<laughs> I was going to say, your skin's expanding. Yes. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. Yeah, no problem. All right, later. So you want to tell us why you dissed your husband, like, right off the beginning? Yeah, wow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is he there? No. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next question. Here okay, we go. Okay, cool. Oh. There we go. <laughs> why are you so nervous? Yeah. What's going on? You okay? Yeah, Moore gets extremely uncomfortable, he's eh? Fine. He's fine. He's fine. Already says here... Uh, what's your story, Dan Mori? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when you're on vacation, Mori's so he's like awkwardly nervous right now. Yeah. When you're on vacation, do you prefer to sleep in or wake up early? Oh, super early. Really? I hate to the whole idea that you paid to be somewhere mm -hmm. and you're gonna waste even an hour of, of daylight to, to be in a hotel room. I like to get up, make sure I'm downstairs for the free breakfast, and, and I we have an itinerary. We're gonna go to the museum, we're gonna do all our stuff. I get so annoyed if we sleep past ten. Here's the thing with uh with this question though, it's interesting because my head immediately went to um, like resort life. Sure. Right? Maury, because you guys don't do all-inclusives, Maury immediately no. went to, you know, Christmases in New York. Yeah. Well, that's, well, busy where, that's where they sort of well, do busy I, life, When right? I travel, I want to learn something. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. You don't travel much. <laughs> don't ask me if I remember anything. <laughs> okay. But even still for me, I'm like Maury, where, and it's not about getting my money's worth. I just don't sleep in generally. Yeah. Um, but what I like to do, like if we're away, the times that we have gone to Mexico or wherever it's been, I like to get up early, but I don't like to do anything. Like mm -hmm. I like to sit outside if they have like a balcony or a patio and with coffee and then I, I i sort of ease into my day sure it's not like i like to get up early and go 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 i hate that yeah same right i hate that i love waking up early but i want to wake up early and do nothing for like three hours i like a mix of both like i wouldn't want to wake up early and do stuff every single day yeah but i don't mind if it's spaced out maybe every other day or every third day right. depending on how long you're wherever it is you are and it also depends on what kind of vacation you're there for right like i don't mind waking up early going and doing stuff mm -hmm. and then the next day like sleeping in until 10 or 11 and then being outside and like doing you can more sleep stuff. in until 11 Oh, yeah. Really? I think I could. Yeah, I'm sure I could. I, I haven't ha slept until 11 in a long time. But I, I started a nap the other day at 11. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, because on Saturday, I woke up at 4.45. I guess it depends on, on, on like, how late the night before I was awake. Yeah. I think I probably could sleep in until about 11. Oh, yeah. No, 10.30 I went down for a nap. Really? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. What, what time did you wake up that day? 4.45. Yeah. On a weekend? Yeah, on a weekend. What's oh the point? my yeah, God. I don't know. I just couldn't do it. Once I'm up, I'm up, right? Really? Yeah, I had to pee or something. I don't know what it was, or the cat was making noise, or both. <laughs> <laughs> uh, B asks If you were to write an owner's manual for your significant other, what crucial information would you include? All right, Dan Mori, since you're sitting over there snickering, go ahead. Yeah. You got a list? Oh my God, do I ever have a list? Like, what, what are some of the do's and don'ts with you when it comes to living with you? What do you, should you never say to you? What should you never me, do do to you? Yes. I'm pretty easy to live, like, don't laugh. I'm honestly, I'm pretty easy to live with. Like, oh. I don't care about, like, I I care about certain things, but if as far as cleanliness or order and stuff, I don't care. Okay. 
I'm fine to be. I'm fine to be dirty. <laughs> like, yeah. Both inside no, and out. No, but like if there's a if there's a bowl on the counter or whatever, it doesn't need to be put in the dishwasher like that instant. Like right. I don't care if you do it the next day or later that night. Okay, so what are the issues then? Like, what are are there more sort of less cleany type stuff and more emotional type stuff that you would put in a manual on how to deal with you? I just my, they don't sit in my spot. Don't sit in your spot. That's, That's it? it. That's the only thing you guys don't fight sit about. In my spot if, uh, if we're like, let me be in control of the if the converter for the TV. There's, no, there's nothing no. else. There's no. no sort of emotional things. Don't touch my stuff. You guys no. don't. You guys don't argue because you're sensitive. Oh, for him, oh, I could write a no, long no, no. list. No, 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 no. For you, for you, no, for, for me. you. Like as I've lived with roommates, but you're before, the sensitive one, though. You're I'm the, the no. you're the one that gets emotional about everything. Mm-hmm. You're the one, but trust me on this, I know this for fact in your relationship. Yeah, but when it comes to as far as household things. Not household things, just life, like dealing with oh, you. ask me how my day was. Living with you. Ask me how my day was, you know, um, and, ask me how I'm doing. When I get home, I want, like, if you're in front of the computer, I've come running and say hello. Okay, so ask you how your day was. Yeah, and what if, what if your day was terrible? What do you want from them? What do you want from Matthew? Don't say it, just listen. Just listen. So don't yeah. offer advice. But do that whole... I hear what you're saying. Right, right. And when you're ready. Right. And but what if they what if they tell you like what if Matthew tries to tell you, you know, what you did wrong? Oh, don't do that. Who would do such a thing? Oh, people do that stuff. <laughs> don't, don't tell me what I did but wrong. People do that stuff. No, when you go okay, home, there's a rule. We're under, okay. like, this is our home. This is our yes, roof. Yes. I've done, I've never done anything wrong. Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No, just tell me what I've done right so that I can feel better. No, right. How are you going to feel better when you tell somebody what they've done wrong? Uh, no, no, I'm not. So, back so, me up on this. So this is what I'm saying. So you need, <laughs> so, so in your manual, we finally got to it, yeah. right? In your manual, what you would say to somebody who's been the rest of their life with you. I'm never wrong. Is that you're never wrong. <laughs> Even right? if I'm wrong. Right. Not wrong. Okay. I'm I'm snapping off my key in the door and never walking <laughs> back in that place so, ever again. <laughs> what's the what would be the manual that you're writing for damn it Matthew? Put your dishes away the minute you're done with them. Yeah. Okay. Um no crumbs like on the no crumbs on the table. Mm-hmm. No vacuum them. If something falls, grab the vacuum and immediately start vacuuming no matter what you're doing. Okay. Um, no bare feet in the bed. Right. No, and I've just learned this one, no soap in the shower because apparently that ruins tile grout. Okay. So no soap in what? the shower. So how are you supposed yeah. to wash your body? Body wash. Oh, like but liquid. But I use a bar of soap. Oh, right. And he says that I'm ruining the shower. But how? I don't know. Soap is meant to do, soap is soap. Soap's not going to ruin grout. Okay, wow. You should get old school soap on a rope. Did you ever get that? Did you I have one. It's shaped like get, a penis. I used to get soap on a rope every year for Christmas. Really? Yeah. Somebody, oh. Yeah, my mom would always put like soap on the rope in our stocking. Why? I don't know. Because oh. she thought it was kitchy and but weird. It, do you, it either you but start the rope was yourself, real scratchy, yeah, right? Or, like it was a or real it scratchy. falls off the rope at some point. Right, yeah. It was a real scratchy rope, I remember. No, I never had a soap on a rope. You never had you soap want, on no, a rope? I have. It's shaped like a penis. No, I'm good. No, thanks. No, no. We don't need that. We don't need to introduce that into the conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> penis soap isn't invited on the show today. So, okay. So no soap in the shower. Yeah. Um, oh, no talking to him if he's lying in bed reading his phone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And no talking to him if he's in the office on the computer. Okay. Right? And when groceries come in, they go on the floor, not the counter. Oh, why? I don't know. Like the bags or yeah, the actual the food? So, the then you have to, the so then you have to bend down and pick them up out of the bags and yes, put them away? You don't yes. put them on the counter to put That's them right. away? Oh, when you make hard-boiled eggs, you have to wait for them to cool down be- before you put them in the fridge because then you will break the fridge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
all the pot eggs. Man, there's so many rules, right? <laughs> have, have you ever heard that hard no, like I hot eggs no, will break the I, fridge? I have no opinion on anything that you just said, Lauren. <laughs> that is a terrible. It's a what a wild life you guys live. What a wild life. What about you? No, I have nothing. Like what rules? No, no, I don't. Or what things in the manual? Yeah, um, for Catherine, something crucial, crucial, crucial bit of information. Like uh, always remember where she puts her phone because she will forget it. Um, no, no. Like, are you talking about like what in the manual? Reread the question to me, please. If you were to write an owner's manual for your significant other, right? What crucial information would you include? Okay, so when I read that, I'm saying if I were to write an owner's manual about myself to give to them. What would I include? Oh, Meaning, I read it see, as I, yeah. for like for your significant other, oh, not for I, you to give to them. I see Rose's like, point though. If I know you, yeah. it's the way you read it. Absolutely, like an owner's manual for you to then present to your significant other so that right. they know. So it that says they know. If you're writing an owner's manual for your significant other, right? For them, yes. Not I'm, about them for them, right? I'm reading it as if you're writing it about them. Oh. No, but I see where Ro- what Ross totally. is saying. Yeah, because I'm me, and I know what I like. I know how to like what I, the way that I would like people to deal with me. Yeah, but yours would be a pamphlet. You're perfect. But then, if I'm way. writing a if I'm writing a if I'm writing a owner's manual for Catherine, then it would be for other people to know how to deal with Catherine. Right. Right. So for you, then for your significant other. Okay. So let's go down that road. Okay. So I would say there's just there's just little things like get out of my kitchen. Right. Right? Like, mm. get out of my... Like, don't... And, and Catherine's great about that. Like, she doesn't muck around when I'm when I'm in the kitchen. Like, it's, it's fine. We don't have business in there together. Yeah. Um, and so you're just don't plan your when, day. When I start falling asleep on the couch, don't kick me and wake me up. Aw. Right? Yeah. Because she does that. My God, we were doing something on the weekend. I don't even know what it was. I was about... I was, I was falling asleep. I was having the greatest sleep. And, and we have, a like, a sectional. I was on the sectional part, and she was on the couch part. So our heads were together, and we were sharing a pillow, right? And we were, she decided to watch some Netflix comedy thing, some mm-hmm. stand-up comedy thing. And, oh, my God. So she couldn't see me and see that I was sleeping. So she would just reach over her own head and hit me. Oh, my God. Right? When she, every time she would laugh, being like, oh, my God, did you see that? <laughs> and you're like, no, because I'm trying to sleep. Yes. No, but I lie. My problem is I lie, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. I lie. And then what happened was is there was about 40 minutes, there's about a half hour left in this comedy special. I had slept through most of it. Uh-huh. But she had hit me so many times that I was now awake. Yeah. And then she looks at me and goes, Okay, I'm probably gonna finish this tomorrow. I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> okay. Thanks. And then I go, yeah, I'm gonna stay up and watch the rest of it. Oh no. Yeah. And as soon as she went to bed, I fell asleep again. <laughs> right? Like, just leave me be. Just leave me be. Don't yeah. wake me up. Wherever I fall asleep, don't wake me up. I'm the other way around. I love falling asleep on the couch, but I get upset if I'm not woken up to be told to go to bed. Oh, no, no, no. I don't care. What about you, Mocha? Um, leave the recycling to me. Yes. All right. I will handle bundling boxes and yeah. flattening boxes. Leave it all for me to do. Right. Don't try to take that task on yourself. Right. Because I can't stand <laughs> when I go into the recycling bin and there's like three unflattened Amazon boxes yes. that are taking up all the space. Right. Whereas yeah. I can flatten those and make a hell of a lot more room yes. in that box. I agree. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. That's not a fight I'm going to win at home. Um, what else? You know what? When it comes to snow, mm-hmm. I have a certain way that I like to clean the driveway and the garage. Or okay. not the garage, sorry. Uh, the front steps, like the front of the house. Yeah. I'll, I'll handle that. Okay. Oh, interesting. Very I don't mind particular. doing that. Yeah. yeah. Has anyone ever offered... Oh, all the time. 
But then I don't really say anything because I know Jenna will, you know, she thinks she's helping. Yeah. Which she is. Yeah. But I'm not going to say anything. No. At that point. Yeah, that's tough. Those things are tough when you just, just go when you just sort of want it. Up. Yeah, a lot of my rules are just just leave me alone and let me do it. Yeah, right. Like you you don't like a schedule, Ross. Like on a weekend, or you don't want to be told here's what we're doing today. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm fine to do things. I'm fine to do things, but I just don't like things to be planned out. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I. I don't do well with that. Nikki China has a great question. Okay. If Roz and Mocha live together, yes. What would be one thing they would constantly disagree over? There is only one thing that we would disagree over. I, I, I think that we would, uh, and from having lived with somebody my whole life, my brother, because I still live with my brother. Yeah. And Catherine and, and his wife and everything else. They live in their, their own place. But having lived with somebody my whole life, right, who wasn't a romantic partner uh-huh. kind of thing, um, I think that you need three fundamental things to make a basis for a great sort of cohabitation, okay? Okay. You need to like the same food. Yep. You have to have the same sense of humor. Yep. And you got to like the same TV shows and movies. Why do you have to that, like the same food? That's the same because that's what you'll fight over. Yeah. Okay? So, like, if some person's a vegan and whatever, it doesn't work. Okay? So, those are the basis. You can have different likes Like, if I foods. want Mexican and you want Chinese. That's, no, no, that's fine. But but I also like Mexican and Chinese. We're just disagreeing what we want at that time. Yes. Okay? So, like, if you have to have a, the same basis in food like. Now, the only thing, I can't imagine Mocha and I arguing over anything, really, the only thing we would argue over if there ever was an argument, and yeah. even still I probably wouldn't care, which would be what <laughs> what what music are we listening to? Okay. Yeah. Wait, yeah. but if you guys That's were listening it. to you wouldn't argue over girls, like, you know, a rule on if you bring girls over? <laughs> <laughs> Why would I? Why would I? Is that an 80s movie, bro? Why would I argue? Why would I argue about that? Like, you have to keep it down or not past midnight or something. Not past midnight? Or if Mocha has a girl over, she has to put away her dirty dishes or something. God forbid she has a a towel hanging in the bathroom. (laughs) I don't care. I wouldn't care about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care about that. I don't think anybody would care about that. No, Your I, entire head. It's all like an '80s sitcom like, or or a comedic movie. You love rules. Like yeah. you love rules. You really do. Uh, you would love nothing more than to sit down with a roommate and say, "No girls past midnight." Yeah. <laughs> like no business of yours. No, I would say music. I would say yeah, 100%, that's a hundred percent. hundred percent music. Say, I was gonna say cooking. Not cooking. Well, yes, cooking. Oh, like who's doing the cooking? Yes. Oh, interesting. I would say cooking. Interesting. Not interesting. necessarily what the meal is, but who's yeah. going to take care of I could see Mocha making meal. you an amazing sous vide, sous vide steak dinner mm-hmm. and him being so impressed and then ready for you to love it and, and you criticizing it, and that would cause an argument. No, I would no, never I wouldn't do say that, he though. Would, he wouldn't criticize but I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't criticize it, though. Like I, like, I could see you guys um, arguing over each other's cooking. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think it would be arguing over each other's cooking. I think it would be arguing over who's going to do the cooking. Yeah. Is what I think. You're bringing a lot of your home stuff. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And if Mocha has a girl over and she wants to cook you guys dinner? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not past midnight. No, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Whose towel is that? (laughs) Leah says here, having a debate with my husband, bed sheets, Mm. tucked or untucked? 
Oh, this is an argument all the time. For, for what, though? For what, though? What do you mean? Like when you wash the sheets yeah. and you put them freshly on the bed, yes. hospital corners and all that stuff, really tightly tucked, yeah. or just put them on loose or whatever? Oh, oh. Because what some people will do is put the bed sheet on, mm-hmm. and then on the sides mm-hmm. and the bottom of the bed, they'll tuck the excess sheet mm-hmm. underneath the mattress. Okay. Whereas some people will just lay the sheet and just leave it like that. Right. Um, and I then will... you put your comforter on top. Okay. I'll say this. Think? I'll say this. Uh, tucking your sheet looks nice, right? Oh. It looks nice. It does. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice little thing that you do at the end when you've all the hard work of washing the things and everything else, right? It's nice. Uh, it's going to last one time. Yeah. Because every time after that time that you make the bed from until you wash your sheets again, you're not tucking in that top sheet. Um, I like tucked in sheets. But when I get into it, I kick my legs up and down like I'm a fish in the bottom of a boat uh, until the sheet is no longer tucked in because yeah. I, there's no room for me, right? I'm too big. Like I and just, it's too tight. It's too tight. Yeah. This is the argument. I can't stand tight sheets. I like it all loose like you guys. Yeah. But if I go to bed at like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night and I'm mm-hmm. falling asleep, Matthew will then come in, wake me up, mm. and have to re-tuck everything. He likes it tight? Because he likes it tight. You like Wait, it loose. Hold on a second. So when he wakes you up, do you have to, like, get up out of the bed up and help him? Up out of him? the bed. He's like, get up. You're, you're ruining this. And when I get into bed, I want this to be nice and tight. And I will have been asleep. Wow. That's <laughs> hardcore, man. You guys, I would say that you guys are about less than five years away from twin beds. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> yeah. I, and I also, I actually think that your relationship would be much better. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, but really, there's no, I really do. No harm, no harm feelings. My, my grandparents did that. You know, they got to the point where they, I don't want to say given up because that's a really harsh thing to say. But my, my, and they weren't even that old. They were just trying to simplify their life. Yeah. Okay. And... They had this small little tiny Montreal house and had this small little tiny kitchen. And then just off the kitchen was the dining room and then down the little tiny hallway, their little living room and everything else. And their bedrooms were upstairs. And I remember they decided to put their bedroom in where the dining room was. So it was sort of like, imagine open concept. Imagine open concept, right? Where it was like a kitchen dining room area but now the open concept is kitchen bedroom okay so if you visited you had to sit on their bed no no they still had a little tiny kitchen table in between their bed <laughs> no, the, hold on the kitchen table was in between the bed like the, the, there was the kitchen and then a room like dining room yeah right that you would just like it was all part of the same thing but they were two separate rooms uh-huh. so but then they they got rid of all their dining room their dining room set and they just moved all the bedroom stuff in there so when you sat like if you were cooking in the kitchen the bed was like right there. <laughs> so, but where Wait. would you eat dinner? You would eat dinner um, at that little table. Oh, like not sitting next on to the bed? bed? No, yeah, it was like sort of next to the bed. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was upstairs? What was like in the bedroom? Um, two, two small little bedrooms. They were still there for like who, who knows why, but they never went up there. They, no, they, they never, just wanted everything on the they same just, level. They, yeah, they just, they no longer wanted to. So what about like they, the dresser? They didn't, and, they didn't and all, and in the, all in the dining room. <laughs> All in the what dining room. Oh, yeah. yeah, everything. All in the all in the dining room. <laughs> and then an old... and, and then and then they didn't even go into their living room anymore because they didn't need to. They all they they had all the rest of the house and they spent one hundred percent of their time in the dine into the, the dining room bedroom and the kitchen. They never even used the rest of the house. 
they had a ba- they had a basement that was finished with like couches and everything else. And I think that the last time I went there, my grandmother had said it had been at least five years since she went down there. <laughs> wow. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. They simplified their life. They got to a point in life where they were like, what do we actually need and what do we actually want to do? And they decided to live the rest of their lives in this one area of their house. So they moved the bedroom into but, the dining room. And then that's just how they lived out their lives. But think about how awesome that is. You could have like a really, really thick dinner of pasta and you got like the meat sweats. You just roll over, go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. So they, he would wake up. My grandfather would wake up out of bed, go and take a pee. And then, which the bathroom was right there. It was all yeah. three doors. Like, everything was, like, right there, right? Oh, oh, and, and the best part was, and the, and the best part was, is the way that you got into the kitchen was through the side door on the house. The front door of the house led into the fancy old living room. Okay, yeah. So they didn't even have, they had a separate door that took them into the, it's like they set it up for, like, a border. Like, they were renting this, but only they occupied that tiny little amount of space and just forgot about the rest of the house. Like, it so didn't, like it didn't even exist. So they were taking up the space of, like, your average condo. Uh, Even less, like less, a bachelor. Less than that. Less than that. Yeah, like a bachelor. It was, oh it was my a bachelor. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they never wanted to like move, like no, downsize if they weren't no, using any of that. No. Did they ever walk space? around going, wow, remember this? No, like my grandfather was a weird guy. My grandfather was so, he was so handy and he was so talented that he built a cottage in his basement in pieces and put it on the back of a flatbed truck in like the 70s and went and bought a piece of land and built this cottage in his basement in pieces and put it on a flatbed and went out to this piece of land and, and poured the foundation and literally snapped everything together. Like Lego? And, yeah, like Lego. But it was a three-bedroom cottage that he built in the basement. Wait, how, what wow. did he build in the basement though? Like, like I guess pieces. Like all the frames. He built the, all yeah. the frames in pieces. In pieces that, that, were, that were small enough that he could get them out from the basement through that tiny little door into the driveway and, and then on, just and assembled the cottage like ikea oh my right? god so they had this is how crazy my grandparents were so they had this place it was a cottage it was beautiful that he built on a beautiful piece of land it was gorgeous everything else right the day my grandfather retired the day he retired he put it up for sale and sold it because he wanted it i was just no! gonna yeah, yeah. yeah i was just gonna ask where's this land no, no, he sold time. it yeah he sold it he sold he spent it all that time didn't want to go anymore at all. Not at all. It was just a project. Yeah, just a project. Didn't, want, didn't want to go anymore. It was backwards. I know. Didn't want to go anymore. And then he didn't even want to use the rest of his own house. <laughs> Most people when they retire would sell the house I, and live in the cottage. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Yeah, yeah. He never left the house. He never left. Do you know what that land would be worth now? Oh, my God, Maury. Forget about it. Forget about it. Like, it was crazy. But, yeah, no, no. It, they, were, they were the weirdest. It was the weirdest couple. They were so odd. That's so crazy. I would be best friends and then, with and my grandmother. People. My grandmother used to make, um, uh, you ever go to somebody's house where on the back of the toilet, they had those little dolls with the dresses that went over the toilet paper? We yes. talked about that not yeah, long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's when my grandmother would spend her time. Was making make, all those? Was making dresses for dolls, toilet paper dolls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, every week, look for us on Instagram at kiss925. Ask your question and we'll go through and try to get uh, get through as many as we can and get one of you to ask your question to us live. This has been the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.